Hey, everybody. Why, hello. We, uh, I'm sorry, it's been too long. Um, but we've been busy. We went places. We did things. And we watched shows about drugs. So Buckle that's what up. we did. Right. Exactly. Sam, what do you think about uh, today's episode? Well, I am really excited to fill in our listeners on what we've been doing for the past uh, few weeks or so. Yeah. Uh, that'll be fun. March 2nd, I think Is it, it drugs? Yeah. I feel yeah. like I drugs? have a lot of words like in my belly be. that are about to vomit on out. So Ooh. good. Ooh. get excited, there's, listeners. There's, there's a lot to talk about, <laughs> and we may run a little long. So Long in the tooth. But mm. it's totally worth it. Doesn't that mean it, so. we're old? Yeah, it, that does yeah. mean long normal. in the tooth. Yeah, but it was someone's birthday this past mm-hmm. since we've been gone. That's true. I wonder who that was. Mm-hmm. Listen and find out. Right, Veronica. What do you got? I I said a thing. Gosh. What'd you say? I, I said didn't something hear about it. drugs. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. As I always do. Thanks for thanks <laughs> for your contribution. You can say more than like one <laughs> thing, right? <laughs> like I feel like I need to do twice the amount of talking because of how little you're talking. You got to represent. <laughs> I got to represent. That's right. Uh, we need. Uh, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> we may get into uh, we may get into a lengthy <sighs> discussion later on about. Um, the entertainment medium. Oh yeah, and uh, well, that seems like something we might want to talk I just about. I feel like that's something that may possibly come up. So yeah, yeah, it'll be all of that and, and more. Another installment. Thank you, Veronica. Another install and a more. And and another installment. It's been my last episode of Opposite of <laughs> And the nice next the you. next installment of Jamie's bookshelf as well. Jamie's bookshelf. Oh, I and maybe a few of us might put a book on the bookshelf. Yeah, or uh, like or it. an like, audio book. I like everyone's shelves. All right. Oh yeah. I've got shelves. I've got shelves for days. Anyway, we should get started. Bye. Uh, no. Wait, no. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Hello. It's different. Hi. <laughs> and after the noise, <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> I wouldn't worry about it. Don't tell anyone this is a secret <laughs> that we are not recording. Uh, anyway, since we're recording. Oh, no! <laughs> yeah, it was legal. Yeah, he's early 30s. 32 minus 13 would be... And you're 47. 19? 19, but... Illegal. Well, depending you on what birthdays that. are, he uh, might have been just at the very end of 17. No, 18. No. He's a This is uh, not just my favorite like conversation we've had. It's not the worst one we've like had. She's we went with two different Ooh. 17 songs. Ooh. I know, I went... Stevie Nicks. You did. I'm proud of you. Well, Ooh. I'm cool with the winger one, too. I don't know why I didn't think of that one, because I actually heard it today. Oh. Turn. Anybody going to go blink 182? For 17? Is that the wrong number? That's the number. Yeah. That's 23, nobody one. likes you when you're 20. Yeah, who, who yeah, that's what it was. 17 song? Is it Taylor Swift? <laughs> that's 22. Who knows? Well, there's we one in both Heather. 16. And we're... She has one where she says 16. The Romeo and Juliet song. I don't know about you, but I'm feeling 22. 17 and life, you got it. 17 and life, 18. No. Oh. <laughs> Can we Did be you legit think it was 17? Okay. You are 16 going on. I was trying to fit it. I only know the music. Trying, trying to squeeze it in. Sorry. Yeah, pretty much. It's all right.
There's nothing wrong with that. Where did I put mine? Just Excellent. Put my hair on this so it looks like I have a mustache. That looks great. I'm you sure. You should grow one. Mm. <clears throat> I well, <laughs> I can do maybe uh, a little... if you really concentrate. I could do a spotty uh, neck beard. I guess. <laughs> Just stop tweezing those. That'd be Speaking gross. Speaking of spotty <laughs> neck beards, we're back. <laughs> In this, this room. This is an episode. <laughs> so yeah. glad that that's going to be on there. <laughs> I'm amazing. It's okay. You're not alone. <laughs> you are not alone. Sam, do you have a spotty neck beard? I don't know. What do you think? No, I can't tell I don't think it's here. spotty. Yeah. It's pretty consistent. Do you have a spotty dick beard? I don't know. What do you think? <laughs> <laughs> we're going. <laughs> and we're off. We're going straight <laughs> there. <laughs> well... I don't even know when the last time we actually recorded was, but the last time an episode went out was on March 2nd. So sorry, I guess. Yeah. We have missed you. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, we are here. We're back. So what do we have to catch up on? There's uh there's the thing and then there's the other thing. Mm-hmm. So we should I don't let's think like anything happen. Let's do right. So thanks for listening. Uh we'll catch you again okay. next time. How about a ten minute catch up? Oh okay. okay. Ten oh, minutes. How do we squeeze minutes. everything? What what would be the first thing that we did? Vacation. Vacation. Was was uh, auditions before or after vacation? Oh, before. Before. Okay. Before. So we had auditions for Shrek. Mm-hmm. And across this room, I'm looking at a donkey. Uh, who is going to be in Shrek? That's the really musical. rude to say about Jamie. Uh, she didn't even audition. <laughs> what a! Jackass. I'm not even going to be there, jackass. <laughs> You're not oh. coming to the show. I will be missing because, um, yeah. Have you not heard this? My cousin is getting married that weekend in yeah. Virginia, so I, I am missing all of the you performances. You can't hear it, but I look shocked. I know. So I'll be there, like on the Tuesday night final dress. Cousins, to- friends. I know, I'm but well, it's, uh, it's more so moral support for my mother. Yeah, <laughs> it's 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 the mom no, of it all. <laughs> um, yeah, I I got the role of Donkey and Shrek, and so that uh, that totally happened. And I will be insisting, um, maybe starting in next month, that you both be working on your accents while we're recording, so that the listening audience can get hooked and come see the show. <clears throat> That's true. You do have to listen to Jamie and myself when we tell you what to do, because we are the director and producer of the show. That's something. I think that's a generous term for me. I'm making two things. But more importantly. I got a list for you. Uh, <laughs> I will want that sooner rather than later. Lance, then. Ah. What part did you get in Shrek? I am Shrek. What? I'm I'm a Are I'm an sure? ogre. Is, is that this, our ten minute timer? Well, I just started a stopwatch. I appreciate so that. So then we can know how long we've been talking. Awesome. Hopefully, it won't go past ten minutes. So I'm Shrek. Uh, some people know our friend Lars. He is Lord Farquaad, and which uh, for some reason I misspell every time that well, I type it out in my phone. A tricky A. It's uh, I'm a tricky. It auto corrects incorrectly. Okay. Are you clipping your nails? Do you have it? problem trying yes. to fix it okay uh and then um our friend emily uh is fiona and we have a, a large large cast well and excuse you show. your son yeah. is your baby and that's very meta i well well not your baby my son is me yes so as yeah baby that is mm-hmm. a little yeah your kids are in the show yep they are all three uh Kudos. yeah allegedly all three one of them hasn't shown up 
to a rehearsal yet. Is it but, the one uh, that's Tinkerbell? Yes. Is that fine? <laughs> yeah, I think it's, it's fine. pretty fine. Yeah. Rehearsal was <laughs> past her bedtime. She's <laughs> basically going to be following Kara around. And that's so. why they, that's, that helps that that's how the casting went. Yep. Good job, Madam Director. Yep. So, oh, uh, so that's going to be a lot of fun. And we started rehearsals and things seem to be going well. And we started them on uh, your birthday. On my birthday. I am now Best older. present ever. <sighs> and your opening night is on your son's birthday. It's kind of fun. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. I got you, first. boo. Thank you. Yeah, I uh, birthday talk, if we're being real and we're still catching people up, uh, there's nothing really special about 41. It's kind of lame. No, I mean, it's not a. So I think Patton Oswald has like a, sti- a thing about birthdays. <laughs> yeah, yes, he does. He's like, you get to celebrate one through nine and then 10 and then 16 and 18, mm. 21. And then after that, you only get the decades hmm. cares about until I think until you're 90. Right. Cause that's hella old. And then you well, get to like, you change, get to celebrate it every laws time or something like yeah. that. There's like some whole thing about <laughs> this preferential treatment you get. Well, I'm 12. go to school. Well, I am going <laughs> no to politely disagree with Patton Oswald because oh. I am a large fan. Uh, dare I say huge fan of celebrating every year. But the issue is that there was so much going on surrounding this year that I I didn't feel like I could really plan well, anything. Well, see, so what you experienced this year is like every birthday I've ever had. <laughs> so, because we either, Sad. as an adult for the last 10 years, we always have the show. Yeah. Before that, like when I was in school, it was like summer break had just started. So a lot of people were gone on vacation. Mm. So I don't know. I just have an uh, ideal time. Mine, for my birthday. mine was not ideal either. It was always during summer break. Yep. But for most kids who had that, they got yeah. to celebrate their half but birthday. But that'd be Christmas. Yep. Christmas break. <laughs> yep. And sometimes we would be on Thanksgiving break for mine, depending mm-hmm. on how late when it hit and stuff. No, yeah. we wouldn't be. That would be too late. No, we would just be getting back. I'm a liar. Mm. Your half well, birthday? you do that. My half birthday. Well, mainly they didn't know if we, they would have my birthday or not. Mm-hmm. So we didn't do my half because mm-hmm. like if we have snow days and we'll be here for your birthday. And yep. I'm like, but I agree with, uh, I agree with a Mr. Billy Crystal, who uh, you may know as Mr. Saturday night. I know him as a city slicker. Uh <sighs> I yeah, know him true. as Batman. That's I know him as sweet. Fernando. <laughs> Isn't that right? Have you not seen that one? No. Oh, it was the best Batman. I don't think I am. Uh, but in his book that I didn't quite read, but I listened to because it was more fun because he read it. Nice. Um, okay. So you can count that as read it. Like when you said I didn't quite read it, I was really just be like, we, but I skimmed the back page. We, we have a mutual friend who's kind of a little bitch about that and says that it's not reading it. Lars? If you listen to it. Yeah. He's Fuck the Lars. little bitch. I'm, I've been trying since day one. Well, only one of us has accomplished that. Yeah, I was going to say. And it was Sam. <laughs> Congratulations. I'm just saying... Like, yeah, you're not reading, but your mind is still going through a very similar process. And like, if it's fictional, like you're imagining. Thing, yeah. I don't understand why having it read to you versus reading it with your own eyeballs. Yeah. 
negates what is happening in your brain as well, you're building up yeah. this world. Well, at any rate, he goes on in and his I will book about for that. his birthdays. <laughs> I appreciate that. About his birthdays and how he 100% celebrates every year well, and will have should. a party. You totally and should. And why not have another excuse to get together, which is pretty much why I do it. But there was just so much stuff going. Like, I had just gotten back yeah, from it was, it was a busy the trip one this to New time. York. So. Anyway, uh, what else? So we had Shrek. We uh, okay, vacation talk. What happened, you guys? We, we went, went to, to New Orleans. Orleans. New Orleans, New Orleans, Louisiana, in the United States. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. formerly a French territory. Now this is really boring. And like yeah. Spanish, per our tour guide. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that's why they do the above ground. Yeah. Yeah, and ghosts. Yes. Am oh, I right? Yeah, yeah. Someone on our tour got a picture of one. Mm-hmm. That's skeptical. True. It, I want to. Did did they send you the picture? No. Come on. If you, we're in no, the land of airdrop, no, why can't did, you? We did see it though. We did look at I it, saw it with, with our eyeballs. eyeballs. Yeah. It was a filter. Okay. Guaranteed. Uh, that was fun though. We went to the Charity House Cemetery, which is where they have a place where they have um, a, tr- a memorial to um, unknown people that were discovered i guess yeah uh, and victims of hurricane katrina mm-hmm. and um that was a pretty um i don't know it's a pretty powerful place to, to that go. was really cool and then also yeah. in that same one they had um mass graves for the yellow fever outbreak yeah. and the malaria yeah what we learned about new orleans as if we didn't already know is that uh, they've dealt with a lot of disease and horrific shit because mosquitoes and swamps <clears throat> are the worst yeah Okay, so your opinion on Nolans, as it were, I would say it every time. I would prefer Nola or New Orleans. Nolans, uh, your I just love I just love how Midwest or whatever I sound up until that point, and then I just squeeze it in nice and tight. Like that's what. So yeah, that's what I was going for. So uh, your opinion on this because of hurricanes. And everything else that they have to deal with down there. Yeah. Is it worth it? Like, 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 should places like that continue to rebuild if things are just going to keep getting worse? Because did, did you get to see any of the, I imagine a lot of the damage has been cleaned up, but I know that there are areas not too far off the beaten path that there's still homes and businesses that haven't been repaired. I should say we pretty much stayed close to the quarter and stuff like that. Um, But I mean, it's still a port city. It's still a major like center for things to be happening. So you can't just give up on it because it's still very much a vital part of like um, uh, supply chain, like getting stuff places. I think also the cost of living down there has to be a lot cheaper than yeah, because here it's and a lot of bigger cities. I thought it was interesting when we did we did a walking tour of the yeah. quarter. Yeah, and our tour guide was showing us these apartments, and she went, "These are where rich people live." Mm. And then she said the starting rent was three thousand dollars a month, and I went, "Wow, that's it." Yeah, <laughs> those are the rich right. people. Right. May I introduce you to New York City? <laughs> yeah. yeah, where three thousand dollars gets you a box. <laughs> On the corner. But New Orleans is a fun city. Uh, yeah, it was really I, cool. Yeah, I had a great time. We ate a lot of food and we walked it off. Uh, beignet yeah. a day. Those are two things mm-hmm. we did a lot of. Um, I think one, James, James won the beignet eating uh, contest, Yes, he did right? eat the yeah. most. Yeah. Only one time on Bourbon Street or multiple times? Well, or? okay. So 
Bourbon Street was on another level than we were <laughs> most of the time. Okay. We did walk down it, but yeah. we were like, this is not our vibe. So we would often <laughs> go like one or two blocks off of Bourbon Street, but still in the quarter. Yeah. I yeah. do. I love how the hot spots of these vacations that you go on are not your vibe. I know, right? <laughs> but it was we went, interesting. We went to Vegas and for the most part, everyone's like, yeah, let's just go back. No, we had a lot of other things we wanted <laughs> no, to do. No, no, I know, but it's but like the, that the, we the admittedly main, didn't because you're the, like, let's go gamble. The main touristy vibe is yes. what I'm saying. No, and so. that is fair. And we did like we did walk down Bourbon Street, but like I don't know, like it was just it was weird that it was, it was like so loud by like yeah. we all we were trying to do it was 11 a.m. All we wanted to do was grab a coffee and a beignet, and they were like, "Party!" And I'm like, "I think it was. Wow. I, I think it was on Saturday. Though, that is right? too early. That was Saturday. When we were there. Yeah. I mean, yes. In Which... in in Bourbon Street's defense, it was Saturday, and we were walking the party <laughs> I just, street. I just love how like alive the city is, like constantly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's yes. Always people around. The and music. I think that's really fun. Yeah. There's Did always music get... blaring out of somewhere. Yeah. It's it's. We yeah, made friends with a bartender. Nice. But you didn't get a grenade, right? What do you mean we didn't that was get a one grenade? Of the, that was one of the ma- the big, tall drinks. Oh, no, we did not. That we... <laughs> all the liquored up people. Are... Yes. No, we never took any roadies, but you can. And okay. that was a fun fact for us. Nice. nice. That you can just take your drink to go. Because we were like, okay, we're going to have a Slimer I'll, uh, in honor of you. Because... Nice whatever um and i'm like okay can i get a slimer and then i can close out and he's like well do you want me to make that in like a to-go cup and i'm like oh yeah that's oh, a thing yeah, here <laughs> like yeah. sure we still finished it before we left but we had the how option. did how did it compare what was it like <laughs> they have like whipped cream on there wait i don't remember the slimer it did not have that a glow was stick. the last drink <laughs> i did i did taste good it. for you I it taste, was good it was good um it was just not the same as yours. That's it yeah. wasn't bad, but that place. That's in like general, what you say when you cheat on someone. I feel like you're like it was just different. different. It didn't. Um, <laughs> it had whipped cream on the top and sprinkles, and yeah. so that just threw me because I wasn't expecting weird. that. I mean, but I, I get it because like the ghosts are sometimes white. I don't well, know. also Slimer is a slob. That's and true. he basically eats everything. Yeah. So I wonder if that has something to do with it. So they're yeah. like, what else can we put on this drink? But they also lit my drink on fire because I got a oh, s'more nice. martini and it was amazing. That's cool. Um, All but the yeah. drinks at that bar were so they were fun and they were delicious. They were, they were dangerous yes. and amazing. Daddy like. And but yeah, so we yeah, we we tried bunches of different foods and drinks and learned stuff. So it was a good trip. Awesome. Walked a lot, as yeah. Sam pointed out. Yeah. Well, at the same time, yes. I was in New York yet again, and there for my daughter's uh, choir trip, and she got to sing at Carnegie Hall, and we did quite you a might bit. have heard of it. Yeah, no big deal. <laughs> How do you get there? Uh, <laughs> practice, practice, practice. There you go. Uh, or just be in high school, I guess, I suppose. Um, so we did that, and... Uh, I ended up getting in there. I didn't even know that I wasn't necessarily supposed to be there, but uh, I ended up, but I ended up being at Carnegie Hall. And once I was in there, I realized none of the other chaperones were there. But this guy, Larry, who was the tour guide for um, for this travel agency, he gave me one of the things. 
And so I just assumed that everybody was getting one. But since one I was things. there, uh, like a lan- lanyard to oh, get okay. inside. Thank Sorry. Thank you. Uh, well, but, you were the official videographer. Of right. The trip, I Well, so. and that's the thing is that they would have gotten nothing from that time if I hadn't been there. Mm-hmm. But then once I was in there, another, I guess he's the middle school um, choir guy. Uh, what was his name? Ethan. Ethan. Yes. Uh, he was like, "How'd you get in here?" And I'm like, "I don't know. <laughs> just, <laughs> how'd you get in here?" <laughs> I just we don't walked ask in. questions. Yeah, I walked in with everybody else. <laughs> they I don't give know. me things, and I just take them. And then yeah. So, but we got some cool pictures, and I got to see the marquee for uh, Back to the Future, the musical, for the first time. Which it's not there yet, but got to see the marquee. Then um, met up with the Cernas, who we all know. And yeah, I don't know. We were there for like a week and it just it flew by. It went it went very quickly. But the Cernas aren't like a, a lot of fun group or something. They are a friend right. of ours. Although they, of the show. Uh, they should be they should the be. singing group. They're also they just a GD Maybe delight. The yeah. whole family is. Yeah. Except sure for the one, one. You figure it out. Uh, yeah. So is it, is it the dad? Because he won't take your crap <laughs> no. or he could bench press you. <laughs> Pete's awesome. Pete I love that awesome. guy. Is a delight. Uh, so uh, we also went and saw a, a new new to us show. We saw uh, Stranger Sings. Uh, <laughs> Uh, which was fantastic. And I met the director. Uh, that was crazy. He came up and talked to us. And is it a musical? Uh, it is. It is. How'd you get that? So on the trip. Yeah. I was very proud of myself because I did not make fun of Grant, but I am going to now. Mm. So he's just like, so we told you had sent the picture of your family. Oh, yeah. At Stranger Things. And Grant's like, Stranger Things, is that a musical? And I just looked at him. And I'm like, Grant, think of the words you just said. (laughs) And he's like, yeah. I'm like, if the word sings is in it, do you think it's a musical? He's like, oh, that's a good point. (laughs) Like, let's use some deductive reasoning. To be fair, this was breakfast. No, Mm. to be fair, it was after we had made fun of him about the steak. So that's why I didn't make fun of him for this. Because I figured he was a donkey on the edge. Grant orders his steak incorrectly, we learned. Yep. All right. Well, uh, we're well past 10 minutes. We so, really are. D- but did uh, did we forget it, anything? Can, no, continue talking about Stranger Things because I interrupted oh, you. Oh, it it's a parody musical and it was it was done really well. And the, the director came over before it started and talked to me and the kids. And and he was like, I like random. I don't feel like we necessarily looked like out of towners. But he was like, where are you guys from? And just said, you know, we like literally just got in from Iowa because there was a whole thing at the parking garage. There's plenty of anecdotes from this trip that I could go on and on about, but I'm going to spare you guys uh, all of my stories. I mean, but, we're not, but, but that's uh, nice of you. Right, yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so the show was going to start in about five minutes, and he was like, well, I have these two, and it's funny because they call it like premium seating, but it's four bean bags in the front row. And there was two that weren't taken. And he was like, would would the two of them want to go sit up there? And they were like, yeah, let's go. So I sat by myself. But then I was able to get like pictures That's of them so and cool. whatever. Yes. And uh, I got to talk to the guy at intermission and and um, just have a nice conversation about him, kind of pick his brain on, on how, you know, if he had done shows before or not and how this one came to fruition and everything. And and it was just it was a lot of fun to see something that didn't really take itself that seriously like putting it on is serious business and everything but as far as the show's concerned they're just having fun with it and it i thought like, that that was really cool it seems like a show that jamie would do oh the, yeah it, like the puffs a- show absolutely yeah, yeah it, i think you should 
and mm-hmm. it will be fun when that it'll happens. be fantastic. <laughs> I didn't know. Have you ever considered doing a show called Clue? I have. Okay, it's not a musical, but it seems like it might be a good idea sometime down the road. Yeah, it might, it might be interesting. Might be. Yeah, mm-hmm. I have some ideas that I think everyone's going to be real excited about, especially our costumer. Okay. Our costume designer, uh, Kate. God, I hate her. <laughs> the worst. Also. My plan is coming um, to fruition. <laughs> <laughs> She's going to get her someday. Just saying. Uh, yeah, but we did, we did a, we did a bunch of stuff. Uh, I, oh, my, my son got to meet uh, the guy that plays Hamilton. Very His cool. name's Miguel. Uh, and that was a really special moment for him because Sam was it like, that's his favorite. Oh yeah, show. like he, it's it's recently become one of his favorites, right? Yeah. So like within the past like four or five months. Yeah. And so he That's just so cool. Yeah. He. I mean, he kind of just chose it. You know, not that not that other people don't just do that with the things that they love, but um, you know, he he came to me one day months ago, and like so, Beetlejuice is kind of like Kara's thing, right, Dad? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, so if I have a show that I really love then maybe I can go and see that too. And we can go there for me. So that's when it was after that he found Hamilton and that was his new favorite thing, which I mean, isn't a simple show. (laughs) So for him to learn all of that. Well, And and especially like the second act is a Mm. switch. Yeah. Um, He was very sad (laughs) in the second. I mean, they had seen it on Disney Plus. Yeah. There's a lot of crying in that theater and uh, and there was no shortage of it from my son, who is very empathetic and feels all the feelings when they come up. So then I then I don't even know if I'm crying because of what's happening on stage or because he's (laughs) crying. But I'm just a mess anyway. It's a twofer. Yeah, it, but it was it was so much fun, and the the fact that we it was there was a whole thing that I I was supposed to schedule a thing to like meet with this Miguel guy after the show, but then there was other people kind of in the mix that like threw it off. So then I didn't know if it was going to happen. It was a whole mix up and but I couldn't really do anything about it because I have no authority right there and I'm like no 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 we're supposed to be here and this dude's like well this other thing's going on and you can't be here for it and I'm like okay but I've talked to him and we're supposed to meet him so I'm like if he doesn't come outside I will find out where you live because you ruined my son's opportunity <laughs> to meet this guy but it ended up working out and it was all it was all good but at that point I had I had been like go go going for like five days straight, yeah. and it, and it was that night that it all caught up with me. Oh, and I was just like hit like the I had a migraine starting to set in in the middle of the Yay. show, and then by the time the end of the show was done, I was like I had to switch to like autopilot, yeah, and just fake my way through everything because while we were waiting outside. I, like I was leaning my head up against the brick wall because it was cold. I couldn't like I couldn't take it anymore. By the time we got back to the room, I just I just checked out. I'm like, I'm going to sleep. It doesn't matter how loud you are. I'm out. Bye. And that was it. <laughs> Goodbye forever. Yeah. Until tomorrow. Like, I hope I wake up tomorrow because I feel <laughs> terrible oh, right shit. now. We'll see. <laughs> Anybody's guess. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, may I tell you an anecdote from a what happened in the last Four days for my life. Of course. So it's it hasn't been ten minutes yet. It well no it has but oh okay um, I'm kidding. If, yeah we're at like twenty but it's, it's been fine. like forty five minutes. <laughs> so 
My sister and I over the weekend went to a little show called 1776. Oh, we knew nothing about it going in because that's how we roll. When does it take place? Yeah, right. Uh, 1776. Uh, For all those that think that that might be a trick, it is not. Actually, everything happens in 1776, specifically from about May, mid-May to early July, because, you know, nothing important happened that year. So we are watching this show and it is approximately forever long, much like Fiddler. And we get to intermission and we're both like, so what do you think of this show? And I'm like, it's kind of low energy. Like I'm trying to be as diplomatic as possible because I'm not loving the show. So for anyone who like, this is your favorite musical, I have questions, but fine. That's your choice. But so then Bailey's just, they're all dead. I mean, you would think so. Um, Sorry. (laughs) Also Uh, true. (laughs) I didn't say the people in it, but the people who, if it's your favorite musical, like I've heard people be like, yeah, I love 1776. And now after I've seen it, I'm like, but why? Why do you love this musical? There's like two songs that are okay. We mm. had to watch the movie. There were no memorable songs. <laughs> we had to watch the movie in uh, my history class in high school. And uh, Feeney was in it. Yeah, Feeney is the, he's John, yes. he's John Adams. So yeah. this is based off the movie? Is that right? Well, the movie no. is a musical. So oh, I, the movie is a musical. Yeah. So okay. as it turns out, this <clears throat> musical premiered in 1969. And this is relevant because they have revived the show and it is a all female or trans or non-binary cast. Right. And so we were talking, we were comparing and con- contrasting it a little bit to Hamilton, which is very not fair to 1776 because Hamilton is great. But I was pointing out, I'm like, Hamilton is partially written with no, with the knowledge that it's going to be produced by a diverse cast. Mm-hmm. Whereas 1776 was not written or created or anything. It was created for it was, white people. It was created for, more specifically, white males white and, men. like, two women. <laughs> yep. So it just wasn't great, and it was very boring. And I feel bad for 1776, especially for this cast, because they were, like, the performers were amazing, but you can only shine a turd so much, as <laughs> Bailey and I... <laughs> said hashtag depends no on the turd no oh, uh, so i felt bad because yeah it's like it's doing a 16 city run okay it was supposed to go in 2020 and then obviously you know the world shut down so like i wanted to love this show because it sounded like they were gonna do something cool <clears throat> with it but it's boring yeah it's a boring show or maybe maybe i just can't <laughs> see this after seeing six because that show mm. is so short and high energy and just goes, goes, goes. Well, now that takes place in the year six. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I don't know if I wasn't feeling it that day or uh, what, but it was rough. But oh, yeah. But so what was great, what Bailey and I were talking about Hamilton being written. So she thought 1776 was supposed to be written and like had come out originally, like within the last 10 years. And I'm like, no. Mm. And I'm like, have you not been listening to dad saying that he met this guy when it like when this school did it back in the 70s? And she's like, oh, yeah, that's right. I guess <laughs> if I would have been listening. <laughs> so while we were in New York, we went to the Museum of Broadway and it was it was interesting. Like there were lots of parts of it that were interesting. Mm-hmm. But when you see some of the old shows and then you see it, kind, you see Broadway and musicals just kind of evolve over the years. 
Uh, even with what we're what we're doing now with Shrek, it's recent enough that it's it's designed to keep your attention like today versus some of these old shows. Well, and and I mean, even think about like, you know, years ago, I saw um, Scarlett Johansson and uh, who was it? Um, is it Mandy Patinkin? I'm not I can't remember, but right. wasn't it? No. Uh, who was it? I don't remember, but I, I don't know. But I saw I saw him in something too. Uh, but anyway, we saw Cat on the Hot Tin Roof. Uh, and shows they were just written differently and they're paced differently. And I mean, you compare music from older shows like Veronica's favorite Oklahoma to Oklahoma. some of the just even pick a random song that's in Shrek. Yeah, and it's so much more upbeat and more engaging and more fun than they used to be. I will agree for like a majority, like if you look at the average musicals, but I do think that there are still some musicals from back then that still make themselves like white Christmas. I feel like that is, yes. So I feel like that one is still kind of an interesting enough show because they chop it. Like it, it's pacing is fast enough that it's still an interesting show just out of curiosity is it a christmas musical yeah okay i know we disagree on that but that's fine i'm just wondering um but what i was also going to say is it's not fair to 1776 because they work with three months of time okay and a lot of it is procedural like parliamentary law Mm -hmm. stuff like it's hard to make that interesting like I was dubious, like I had enough of my past, like things that like I thought it was kind of interesting because like I competed in parliamentary procedure. So watching some of that stuff, like it, it brought out my inner nerd so I could enjoy it. Yeah. I'm dubious, dubious, help me with that word. Dubious, dubiously related to one of the people that the show is about. Mm. So like watching that character was fun because I'm like, oh, that's like a great, great, great cousin thrice removed situation okay Um, okay you're gonna have to elaborate on that so hopkins who is the representative from rhode island is apparently like my dad's cousin i think it was my dad's cousin anyway he like went into like our family tree and like was doing all of like the history what is that answer ancestry.com all this stuff and he like was able to link us to the Hopkins guy. Okay. And so if you look at a picture of the signing of the declaration or whatever that fainting is, there's one character, there's one person that's wearing a hat. That's Hopkins. And so that mm. is my cousin hundred times removed. Wow. Uh, but my favorite was then I was able to keep track of that character right away because they also costumed that person. That was the only oh, nice. person wearing a hat Good. in the show, which I also Bailey like didn't notice. And so I was talking about it at intermission and I'm like, yeah, it's the one with the hat. She's like, who's wearing a hat? I'm like, oh my God. Okay. I'm like, look for the black hat. It's the only one on stage. Yeah. The costume designer did that just for you and one other person who would notice. Exactly. (laughs) Yes. And so like, it's little things like that, Mm -hmm. but for most of the show, it's just very much like watching this group of men argue. And I know that like 12 angry men that works, but anyway, so, but in Hamilton, they cover like 20, 30 years. Yeah. And so you can pick just the most intriguing parts and mm-hmm. cut things together. So just like the very nature of like how, the, what they were approaching 
is was one was going to be much slower than the other because they're they only have to cover three months of time versus 20 years do you feel like it's a show that should just be retired forever yes 100 yeah. percent. salt hmm. peter uh yeah i think it's one that can be retired okay but i'm also not very like patriotic as a person because like i remember when you were like fuck america well here's the thing and i do appreciate that um before the show like a person comes out and was talking about how like the uh, acknowledges that the united states just kind of like threw out the original inhabitants yeah um so like it's kind of hard to ignore that part of our history and a lot of people do right so i don't know yeah, I, I just have a hard time with our how our country was founded. Well, yeah, but I mean, we're here. And what do you do? I now? know. I like, know. And I'm very th- you know. I'm very grateful and thankful that I've grown up in this country because like this personality wouldn't work any other country. Yeah. But I still that doesn't mean that I'm like America's awesome because we have some shit that we need to acknowledge. Well, as a society, you heard it here first. Jamie's happy that all those people got the boot out of America. Don't feel like that's what she said. Very much not what I said or what I mean or how I feel. <clears throat> yeah, I uh, I don't know. Uh, when it comes to that topic, I it's unfortunate, but I didn't have anything to do with it. So no, I don't, I don't really know. But just in general, like people today are like, America is so awesome. I'm like, in what well, in what ways is it so awesome? Some, because on very and lots of different parameters yeah not the best right i and i agree with you on that but there are a lot of things like what you said yes your actual existence yes would be different yes yeah and you would have to you know end up conforming somehow in a lot of other places that's true which is nice but uh yeah i mean like i think even in other countries uh even things like podcasts are regulated yeah. And and I I would imagine some of them maybe the only podcast like Russia for example maybe those you can only have a podcast if you are speaking positive about yeah, you know state, yeah state sanctioned yeah right so I don't know I probably wouldn't have that because again I probably wouldn't be like any country's amazing be like they all could work on stuff mm-hmm. except Finland wasn't that one just uh was Finland just said to be the happiest country again? In 2023, I didn't see that. Hmm, maybe it's not Finland. I don't know, but when maybe we were Denmark. so we went up to uh, Niagara Falls on the way to the city. We kind of just jetted up for a little bit, and um, Canada was looking pretty fun compared to the U.S. side of Niagara Falls. So if anyone's going there, take your passport and go across because it's like a fucking party over there. And everything closes late. They've got you like you're literally looking over and there's a big ass Ferris wheel (laughs) and like casinos and all these bright lights. And then on the U.S. side, everything's fucking closed by 10 (laughs) o'clock on a Friday night. It's because Canada can hang. Right. Well, I wanted to hang. But all I had was sleeping people in my room and fake Veronica on my computer. Veronica. Mm -hmm. So here you go. The top 10 happiest countries in the world. Mm -hmm. Finland. Denmark. Iceland, Israel, Netherlands, Sweden, Norway, Switzerland, Luxembourg, and mm-hmm. New Zealand. 
Is it Finland and Denmark? There was something about, it was one of those countries I thought that I had read several years back, something about their, uh, their work week was uh, different than ours well, in some way. Or? a couple of the Scandinavian countries, they have a four-day work week. Yeah. 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 Which attributes to them being the happiest. And Finland, this is their sixth year running as happiest country. I'm not surprised. Well, let's go. Let's move. If all of us go, then it's fine. Right? It's true. I don't see anything that can go wrong with that. Maybe not all of us. (laughs) Some of the good ones. (laughs) All four of us, but also rude. Um, I... (laughs) Which one of us is not one of the good ones? <laughs> Why would I be the authority on that? Because you're the daddy. No. Uh, oh, we should tell that. <laughs> so, so we got to the air. We'll make this really well, fast. Jamie, Grant, and I got to James and Julie's house the night before we flew out. And we decided while we were to there. To be a bunch of dicks. That we were going to just call Sam dad or daddy until he caught us <laughs> and i got in two at the airport oh. i notice. also got in one as soon as i saw you i'm like hey dad and you were like so like not focused because you had literally just seen us you were you were finally within like 10 feet of us and we're all saying hi at the same time <laughs> but yeah so we proceeded to do it for the next day into the next night and then you finally <laughs> i said thanks dad about something i'm like did you just call me dad <laughs> i'm like fuck he got us <laughs> I guess, I mean, it didn't bother me. <laughs> Did you notice before you called her as out? A, as a matter of fact, it yeah, felt right. You guys had been doing it for a while, so I was just, I had just kind of been like, this is just normal now. But I think what was weird about it is that I think I was more used to daddy than I was dad. Yes, that's true. And so when you said that, I was a little bit like, oh, that's weird. So maybe I must not have heard you the first time you yes. said dad. So I don't know. But we're we are also it. normalizing calling Kate mom. Yeah. So that's also oh. fun. Yeah. yeah, and then I called you all my little ducks. I'm like, all right, little ducks, all in a line. It's fine. Mm. It's fine. Are we all caught up? Did we do it? I think we're all caught up. Wh- I told you my inane story about 1776. Yeah. Um, I think I might have stopped the timer because we were. No, over. that was that was under ten minutes. We did all right. Yeah, uh, that was good. It's fine. <laughs> this is when I stopped it. <laughs> uh, not great. Well, all you have to do is look at your. Uh, I don't know. What are people listening Your to progress this on? Bar. And uh, an iPod. I don't know. An what iPad. year is this? 1776. Well, is it that time, Jamie? I think it is that time. It can be well, that time. Well, folks, thanks so much for joining us once again. It is a, another episode of your favorite part of the show. And it's not Veronica's shelf. No, we talk about that all the time. But what this is... I do like Veronica's shelf. Jamie's book... Right. This is <laughs> Jamie's bookshelf. Hey! Jamie's going to talk about some of the books she's been reading uh, or listening to uh, over the last... Hell, the last time you talked to us or heard yeah. from us. So, Jamie, where are we at? With our book listening and reading. Well, so last time we were at 32 and today we are at 45. So I've finished 13 more books. 45. Since last time. Yeah. That's too many. Slow it down though. Your pace is slower. Um, yes. I mean, in, in, um, February, I was, I listened to like 22 in February alone. Mm. Like February was a real slow. This is all listening. Uh, so, 12 I've listened to, one I have read. Okay. So, since last time, I have started 
three new series because I've decided not to listen to all of one series in a row. Mm -hmm. So that way I don't get burned out on any of the stories. So I've started three new series. Um, I finished two and I've given up on one because it sucks. So uh, <laughs> it made what me... was that one? We need to know what it was. So it's a series that it has midlife in all of the titles. Mm -hmm. And I've listened to about five of them. And the reason I'm giving, and so the la the one that like I decided I just can't anymore was called "You Light Up My Midlife Crisis." Mm, yes, and, those are terrible. I'm going through one right now. Carry on. Right. Uh, so why I've decided that I can't anymore is because this author won't let her characters suffer at all. Mm. Like it, everything just works out, and it's so cutesy. And like so, basically, we have this main character who finds out. She is a death counselor, which means she helps ghosts move on either to Ooh. heaven or hell. That yes. seems real. She falls in love, spoiler alert, with the Grim, Grim Reaper, and the Angel of Mercy hates her. Uh. So, and like every time she in encounters a conflict, like she ends up becoming like besties with someone and like just everything works out. And I know that that's not like a bad thing, but you also like, there's no reason for me to listen to it because like, I just know, oh, she's, I'm like, oh, these people are currently her enemies. Like she's going to make like her by the end of the story. And mm. then it's just going to move on. Like all of her human friends, like magically get to know it's about the equivalent of a sitcom. Yeah. And I don't yeah. like it. Like, I don't mind listening to like happy stories, but like this one, it's just like, I'm just like, you're trying to make, like, it makes it seem like these stakes are so huge and so big, but then. And like it's just too much with like everyone being like this big happy family. I'm just I can't okay. I can't anymore. I'm just like this sucks. Yeah. So um So don't read that one. Don't read that one. I'm over it. Like if you want to know that everything is always going to be fine no matter what, like go ahead, listen to it. But if you want to actually think that, you know, a character might actually have to like go through something and learn from it, you know, that's not the series. Is it video. adult themes? Or is it, is it like, would it be like, is it a, it's not a kid's book, uh, right? Not a kid's book, but it's like one of those in-betweens where it's just like, yeah. you know, it's a safe, I think, safe book. Yeah. I think it's supposed to be like a cozy mystery or whatever okay. those are, yeah. but even like cozy mysteries, like at least they sometimes go through stuff. Like right. there are stakes, even <laughs> though, you know, it's going to work out fine. I don't know. It's just, I'm over it. I'm over the cutesiness of okay. it. And that fact that like, everyone's just like, oh my God, let's be friends. All right. And I'm like, well, oh my God, you suck. So do like, so that's the, that's the that was, bad. And <laughs> that's what I didn't like. So go ahead, Sam. Uh, I was just going to say, uh, since we've heard about that piece of shit, what is <laughs> your favorite book that you have read? Well, oh, I don't know about favorite, but I am finally caught up on a series that is have I talked about the Sherlock Holmes and Mycroft books on yeah, this before? You have. So I'm on those two. So, yeah. um, okay. So the series that I am very excited about that I am currently reading the book I am currently listening to, and I just can't stop is the throne of glass series by Sarah J. Mass Moss. Sure. Um, and I'm very much enjoying it. It's nice. also kind of like a fantasy type book. Um, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Oh, sorry. The book, the book that I'm actually reading, like actually reading yeah, yeah, yeah. is a mystery series that I started years and years ago. There's five in it. I'd only ever made it for the, through the first two books. Oh. I finished the first one on Monday and I started the second one today because I want to finish 
that. And that is the series I'm actually reading physical books for. Awesome. Are, are there uh, any, and I asked you this last time, yeah. are there any uh, special guests or famous people that we would know of that have uh, done the narration on any of these books? I don't think on any of these books, okay. although I did read The Hobbit, um, which I can't remember if that was um, read by Stephen Fry or not. Because oh. I think he's, he's got to read all the big ones. He does read the big ones. So I can't remember if he read my version, though, or not. Yeah. Because hmm. there's the the UK versions of uh, Harry Potter. He did those. I think I had them like I had tape sets. That yes. He was on. Although I do appreciate the Jim Dale version. You do? Cause, mm-hmm. Well, because those were the ones I listened to as a kid. And he does more voices, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So, I just love Jim Dale. Like, so now. <laughs> Uh, do you, when you listen mm-hmm. to the books, are you multitasking? E- sometimes. Okay. I will say most of the time because often I will be listening to them at work, but I do find that if I am missing the book, I will stop it, mm-hmm. finish yeah. the part that is taking up too much brain power <laughs> and then I'll keep the, then I'll backtrack a few minutes and then I'll start the book. I again. can't engage with anything like screen wise. If like I can't look if I start looking at my phone or my computer, I I tune out. I well, can't. Do I it. find as long as I'm not reading anything, and oftentimes I'm working on layout, so I don't necessarily have to read the text. Like I have it all set up enough. I'm like this chunk of text. I don't need to read it to know that I need to make this a header. Yeah, this all needs to be body copy, so I can do all that formatting and layout without having to read anything, so yeah. that I can focus on listening nice. to a book. Uh, mm. no, go ahead. No, you started. I, it's okay. I just took a breath, really. But <laughs> but now you have to think of a question, apparently. Keep breathing. I, no, Keep breathing. I, no, I I was just going to say that I think uh, I'm not opposed to um, listening to, I almost, I almost said books on tape because, you know, that's mm-hmm. how they used to be advertised. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm not opposed to listening to audiobooks, but I think that for me, I, I think what I like about it is if I listened to an audiobook, I feel like I would be doing other things while I was doing that. And what I like about reading an actual physical, tangible book is that I can completely immerse myself in that and be yeah. distracted by it. I like the way that my brain shuts off and just focuses on the one thing. Are you reading anything right now? Yeah, uh, I'm reading a book by Chuck Klosterman called Fargo Rock City. And it's all about Mm. his life growing up in uh, the Dakotas. And he is talking about the music he grew up listening to, which is primarily like uh, heavy metal, glam rock and stuff like that. So he's talking about his experiences with it and things like that. Growing up in a small town and having like limited uh, amount of uh, accessibility to those things, except for like being able to read magazines and things like that. So how about you, Veronica? Um, I'm reading the same book I've been reading all year because the Bible. I cannot focus. Uh, <laughs> the Bible. It's not the Bible. <laughs> it's called The Immortalists, and it's about a group of kids who went to a fortune teller as children, and she told them their death dates. Ruh-roh. Ooh. And then it goes like through it. each of their lives up to their death. And, uh, the and was she right? Made, yes, so far. Wow. The first one... I did not realize where they were going to go with it. I should have seen it coming, but uh, I had to put the book down for a while after it. Was it a suicide? Not that one. <laughs> mm. Was it a... He sounded like he'd been smoking for a while before he said that. 
Can I make a prediction about this book? Sure. So my prediction is that the last person won't ever die. Yeah. We'll find a way to cheat it or <laughs> right, something. Right. They'll get past it. So and then it's it turns into one of those shitty happy ending things like <laughs> Jamie was reading. Again, don't mind happy endings. I'm just saying there's, there's something lots about of conflict so far. Well, yeah, and, so much for my happy ending. Okay, sorry. To go back yeah, thank to that you, shitty Avril. book. Mm-hmm. I think part of it is like so she has a lot of characters and she is now writing them all with the same voice almost. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why it's rubbing me the wrong way is because she yeah. doesn't have different characters. She just has copied and pasted like five of each character. I'm like, yeah. Uh, well, I just finished a book. Can I tell you about it? Of course. It's the bookshelf time. Can I I put it on your bookshelf? Yeah. It, I listened to it. So maybe it doesn't check out. Uh, and, uh, Sam, Sam knows of it. It's the, the late shift. It, It discusses, um, uh, basically, like uh, Carson leaving, and then the fight for the Tonight Show oh, between yeah. Letterman and Leno, and then it goes up until like Conan getting a start, and it was interesting to hear a bunch of that stuff because yeah, I've talked about it on here before. I enjoy going back and watching old episodes, and basically just pretending like I'm not in 2023 and watching old shows like that, like they're uh, new to me. Uh, because enough time has gone on that uh, there's a lot of stuff that I don't remember. And I, I, one of the things that I thought was interesting that I'm not sure, because Sam told me that he watched the movie version of this, which I have not seen yet, but I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing it. Um, but they mentioned some of the other shows like Arsenio. Uh, they were t- uh, attempting to get potentially like Dana Carvey or Gary Shandling for one of the late night spots. And I mean, if you remember, like back then, there was there was essentially like three main networks. Yeah. And and then like Fox came into the mix and and uh whatever. So which would have made four. But um there there wasn't a lot of late night shows like there are now. And uh the funniest part was how and the 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 guy that wrote the book and the and the person that was reading it, it's 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 very matter of fact. They're not taking sides whatsoever because there's there's good and bad about about both Letterman and Leno, which are the two that they focus on for the most part. But unequivocally, uh, there is no doubt when you read it that they describe how Chevy Chase tried to have a talk show and it was terrible. <laughs> and, it, and, and, it, and it basically kind of clued in the rest of America like how hard it actually is to do something like this. And I think he got like just a matter of weeks of it. And it just, it just tanked and he was not good at it. And now I just really want to watch it (laughs) to see how bad it actually was. Yeah. Schadenfreude. Schadenfreude. Yeah. I, uh, I I don't know, but I, 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 that was probably the most that I enjoyed a book in a long time. That's awesome. But I have a few more that are coming up that are a lot of, uh, SNL alumni. Mm. Uh, I think the next one I want to listen to is, uh, Chris Kattan's book. So, because I, I always thought he was a, was a fun guy and he ended up, um, getting kind of hurt at SNL. And now he has like a lot of back problems from being so physical Mm -hmm. on the show and I think uh, Molly Shannon said she had some issues yeah, from it too yeah. because of her. That, that's Catholic another book that I would awful. like to listen to. I have listened to Tina Fey's uh, Yes Please and Rachel Dratch's Girls Walk Into a Bar. And I remember really enjoying both of those autobiographies. Yeah. Like, so Tina Fey's had two because she also did Bossy Pants. 
<gasps> Crap. I've also listened to Amy Poehler's Yes, oh, Please. Oh, that's Yes, Please. I've listened to all okay. three. Sorry. Gotcha. I've listened to Bossy Pants, Yes, Please, and Girl Walks. I should so listen far. to those other two. Yeah. That- well, and especially because, like, I like it with the audio. Audio. Uh, yeah. Audio. Autobiography. Yeah, yeah. Good Lord. Um, that oftentimes the comedian themselves is reading it. Oh, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And so you really get it, like, it's their words, but then it's also, well, yeah. Um, but really, it's their story and they're telling it and I enjoy it. That's cool. I also just really enjoy all three of those women. They're, I think they're very amusing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you excited for the Mean Girls movie musical? I think it's the dumbest thing ever. <gasps> <laughs> anyway. And I know that I will not have, I have some friends that do not appreciate that Let's sentiment from me. change the subject. <laughs> I, I believe mean, I gave a hint of that per, uh, opinion when we were in New Orleans, and um, I, I, I'm willing to give it a shot. Devastating. Yeah. I'm willing to watch it. I just, I just don't see the, the point. Like, I don't think it. It was already a movie. They made it into a musical. I don't think we need a movie musical version. I think it's so I that it like there's money. It's dumb. Well, yeah. I I think it's also like yeah, money's a part of it, of course, for the for the franchise for the name, but. If they end up not touring anymore or anything like that, then this is a way for people to be able to get a taste of that. I would like is for them to be a fathom event about it. Like I don't, have you ever been to a fathom event where I went with you? Yes. So, and I liked that because they just recorded an existing, like the play, like they didn't stage it. Right, but they get super weird about releasing shows like that. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I would, I, I would accept that version yeah. more th- so than oh, no, this I, highly produced so, musical movie musical. I will. I think probably. Let me think about this. I might agree with you on that. I just know how hard it is to get access to a pro shot musical. Yeah, but like. It, you have to set it up, but like Puffs, you can yeah. currently like Puffs was a Broadway show that you can watch on Amazon Prime. Yeah, there I, are there are quite a few with Broadway HD. They've done it more often, and it would be great if they would keep doing it with um with some of the more popular shows. Yes. But they're still trying to rake yeah. in the dough, and I get th- <clears throat> so I get that. So like I would prefer. So that's all I'm saying is I would rather see a more pure version of the musical than the highly stylized like they are just different format they're just different art they're different forms of art and i would like them to not i would even be okay with these pro shots because like even you know they i forget the name of the place but you can go to a place in new york city and you can watch the pro shot of almost any musical that's ever been filmed you can watch the original cast of wicked well and here's the thing but but you can't do anything with it. So and I don't even need to like, sorry, I'll let you, I'll no, let you no, finish. No, 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 yeah, yeah. But, um, but, sorry. but they, like, it doesn't even need to be something that you, that the average person even needs to own. But if you could like rent it. Yes. For even like 20 bucks or something like that, just so there's some access to it as opposed to, well, that's done. Nobody's ever really going to see this again. Well, and I know this is going to seem very hypocritical. I am actually kind of excited for the Wicked movie. Hmm. But it's so why I'm saying they are different. <laughs> mean Girls was already a movie. So we've already seen the expansion of what that story can be on a movie. Mm. And then they limited it and found different ways to do it on the stage. 
So we've already seen Mean Girls the movie. We've already had it. Why mm. do we need Mean Girls the musical the movie? Whereas Wicked, we haven't seen that expansion but yet. But what about the people that are just like huge fans of the musical and they just don't really have anything except for the cast Well, recording? see, that's what I'm saying is that like so that I want to keep it seeing it in the version of the, on um, in the play. Right. Because yeah. that is Which what is makes it special. Which is why you would like special. the Fathom event type thing. Yes. I just, what frustrates me is the access to it. And I get that. And yeah. I, I'm on board with that. But yeah. like, th- that is where I'm like, for the, and this is a very specific opinion for movies that are turned into plays or musicals that then are remade back into movies. Yeah. I'm like, you already had the original movie and now you have the play. You don't need the third. Like, one or the other. It please. Yeah. reminds me of <clears throat> the way that you know, bands or musicians will repackage some of their music. Uh, you know, it's out on this collection or it's out in this way. Oh, for sure. In yeah. This form. And it's all just a way of generating money. I mean, Veronica was making the, you know, she the was money signs. Yeah. Together, oh, yeah. yeah. Because, well, that's a sex thing, but no, yes. it's not. Uh, <laughs> unless you're paying for it, which, you know, no, no shame there. Uh, Don't anybody's yum. Yeah, that's right. Uh, but I think the thing is, is that, it is all about the money. I mean, it's completely about money. Yeah. As much as you can wring this towel dry uh, and get, you know, as much money as you possibly can, I feel like yeah. that is what uh, that is what's happening right now. Well, I don't know if I care about the musical. Anything I mean, is about money. A musical's not even going to be made unless they think it's going to make money right. for that franchise. Yeah, I just have I have very little interest in that movie version. I guess. Yeah, and that's fine. Like. Uh, if you want to go see it, that's fine. I won't yuck your yum. It's just I'll save you yum. a seat. It seems like though, <laughs> as, as an alternative <laughs> to making, as an alternative to making a sequel of any kind, it seems like the the new thing is to. It's probably a new, uh, but. The thing to do is to let's make it into a musical. Mm-hmm. You know, Back to the Future obviously was never going to make yeah. another movie. They said it forever, right? Uh, even though people always talked about what if they made another one. Yeah, um, I'm glad they didn't, but. They're like, well, we'll do a musical. So it seems like that is the alternative for these uh, great franchises, I guess, or great movies that, you know, you don't want to maybe ruin the original entity by trying to make a sequel that we know will probably not live up to. Yeah. Our, and uh, I do like seeing <clears throat> how plays or musicals do approach the problems of like converting that story into a movie or into a stage production. Like, I think that's an interesting process. And like, I saw Legally Blonde, the musical, like, I thought that that was very fun because that movie is so bubbly and like fun. And like, can you capture that in on the stage when you don't have all of like the cuts that you can do and stuff like that? So I I always so I like seeing the process go um, I just, I think I don't think it needs to go back to forth and back and forth. Honestly, I think bubbly and fun is easier to do on stage. Yeah, than it is in the movie. And yeah, so I just, I don't know. I think it's it's fun seeing how people approach different, um, not problems, but like challenges when yeah. you don't have five different angles you can catch at to make it look more interesting. You know, like right? Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Can, so I don't know. It's just it's they're different art forms for a reason, and I yeah. I like watching the process one way or the other. I just don't think it needs to go back and forth, back and forth all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, go ahead. 
Uh, well, I was just going to say uh, what uh, you should you should continue because I feel like you were going to uh, add on to what she. Was oh saying. no, I was I I was about to change the subject. Oh okay. Well, I was just going to say uh, now that we've been talking about theater, uh, I think it's probably time to end uh, this week's <laughs> installment of Jamie's Bookshelf. Uh, so professional and uh, so we'll be back next week uh, to talk more about uh, the books that Jamie's been listening to and or reading and maybe the rest of us will even share some of the things we've been reading as well because I don't think they'll be 15 next time Mm. did it not did it not work button and it didn't do anything oh there you go oh maybe it just doesn't Jamie's bookshelf yeah try it again there you go <laughs> That's Perfect. now the sound for Jamie's bookshelf. Yeah. Excellent. There you go. There we go. Both, maybe. Yes. And it's a commercial, too. So, is it? Who knows? I don't know. We could. We advertised all those books. We could pimp time out a little. Hey, oh. soup. <laughs> hey, guess what? Yeah. We're back. And we're back. Yeah, we did good. Anyway, what else has been going on? What's been What's been going on in your heads? What you been thinking about? Well, we do have that second episode of the tv show we need to talk about at oh some yeah point. let's talk about drugs mm, veronica got real excited so for those of you that don't remember like five episodes ago <laughs> we watched the first episode of a netflix series called how to change your mind mm-hmm. and we all agreed to get watch one more <laughs> partially Only because one? that's part of the contract all right them, but okay extend it for another couple episodes there's Not if four. they were as boring as this episode. <laughs> I said it. So this one was about uh, psilocybin, right? Yes. Yeah. It probably could have been shorter. Yes. You know, it's like only like you, forty-five yeah. minutes, right? But I mean, you didn't necessarily was, need uh, like if boring. it's if it's dragging on. Yeah, just get your point across. Like, could have had some more content. Yeah, See, that's what I say. They, that's they what I'm saying. Spent too much time on individual right cases, there. That could have case more. in point right there about how social media. I was is just about to say that. Like, spans, I don't have right? the attention span right? for forty-five this. minutes long. It's less than an hour. We're already saying it's too long. Well, I was just saying it was boring. I didn't say it was too long. I just said it was boring. Well, those are different things. Well, maybe if we were on mushrooms when we watched it, it wouldn't have been so boring. Possibly. I did think that the uh, portion of the show when we're talking to the gentleman who has uh, OCD Mm -hmm. and he is going through an experience where he said he felt like he was sort of reliving his life. Oh, was he the one that was like in it was from a viewpoint from up above and he was maybe in a bed or am I getting them? Yeah. Well, he was talking about a lot of things and and I think that was part of it. He also said he he had short hair now and he had long hair then. That guy. Yeah, Yeah, I remember. Okay, go. Yeah, he also said he was going through this experience where he was like a plant and he was seeing like him and his family like come up to the plant or whatever. And he was like going through all the seasons and he was growing and stuff like that. Um, I don't know. I thought his experience that he was recounting was really interesting because I do have a little bit of OCD about certain things. And it's like with like shutting things like drawers and doors and stuff like that. It's really weird. I have a lot of OCD. Uh, Kate totally is patient with me about it but um it's kind of weird sometimes. she's like you've checked the lock three times um get in the car n- no it's oh. not quite like that but oh, okay it's maybe sort of comparable i don't know it's weird but anyway uh i i thought that was an interesting story uh, yeah i think okay me saying it was boring isn't fair to it there were interesting parts but overall it was slow what okay well maybe we should talk about the good things we should and then 
by the end of it, I feel like we're I'll, start, I'll stop being a downer. A corner. No, 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 it's not that. I feel like maybe you're going to start to come around and realize, oh, yeah, I did actually love that show. Oh, I can't wait to watch that. Fuck no. Okay, I'm sorry, Blue Couch. I'm, I'm not going to say I'm right, loving I'm this show. Uh, so let's talk about other uh, aspects of this show. Well, they talked about the uh, quality of end of life study mm-hmm. a lot in this episode where yeah. they. Um, they were studying people who had terminal cancer and other terminal illnesses and found that it actually helped them to kind of be okay with the end of their life and just instead of fearing it, actually experiencing it and living it. I thought that was really cool. I, I mean, where where is everybody in the room on like... I don't even know how you would uh, how I should phrase this, but like being uh, not for all of them, but just in 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 like loosely drug positive for, you know, that like, do you feel like seeing things like this are changing your mind or were you were you already actually pretty pro people doing some of these things? And and side question do you are you are you believing these stories that it can it can make people you know live a, a happier existence and all of that? Sam. Sam Sam is raising his hand. I do believe the people that are giving their testimony about their experiences, mm-hmm. and I think those are fascinating and interesting. Yeah. I'm sure that the stories that they include in this documentary are meant to be that way because the it is called How to Change Your Mind. Yeah. So we all have acknowledged the stigma in the first episode when we talked about it that goes along with some of these things that they're discussing in their episodes. So, yes, I do believe those people. Um, I think that you asked a multi-part question. Right. Uh, what What else? I, oh, I didn't know where you were, like, basically where you were at before versus, oh, versus yeah. now. Like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm totally pro people using these... Uh, if, if they're having positive experiences, yeah. but one thing that they didn't really touch upon uh, that they, that John Oliver did talk about on his show mm, um, yeah. was the uh, opposite end of things. When you have like a bad trip yeah. with, with stuff like this, they don't really touch upon that. At least they haven't so far uh, in either of the episodes. And that's okay because I think once again, we, you know, there is that negative stigma I think that goes along with these, but it might be interesting to hear about, maybe a little more about that uh, in this show, but and it some seems of more that, positive about it, which is okay. Right. And some of that does <sighs> come down to where your brain is at chemically. Yeah. And it does affect people. Certain drugs will affect people with uh, ADHD differently, sure, people sure. with OCD differently. And it's just a matter of, you know, what's, what's nice is that the more time that goes by, you, you can hear more testimonies from people and and if they are honest about what they are like uh, on a normal day and then what they try you know you can kind of gauge that a little bit yeah. but still there can be so many things about you that are that are different like you know just like when I'm trying all these fucking like uh, drugs that I'm getting from the doctor and it, he's basically like, well, we'll see. <laughs> so let me know after a couple weeks how this goes, because you don't really know until you try it. Yeah. And there could be like exceptions out there as well. But well, unfortunately, I feel like the mental health care system in this country sucks. But that's yeah, other, it's pretty bad. A whole but other thing. But I guess I'm not sure where where it's at in other countries either. 
I feel like we're more prone to give things a shot, but then there's also the side and much larger aspect of it where everyone's trying to make money off of them. Oh, of course. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Which I mean, it's nice that we have like the generics out there that will allow you to save some money on pharmaceuticals, but I don't know. Uh, where does everyone stand on um, the psilocybins and all of that? Uh, as as far as like in contrast to other drugs, what do you think? If I had a problem that I wasn't having addressed, and I thought this would help, I would probably try. You give it, it a shot, yeah. But I don't mm-hmm. currently, and in general, so like I don't know, like I don't really, I don't want to say I don't care. Like I, I I do find the stories of how this is helping people. Uh, interesting but i think to say to agree with sam you you do need to be discussing both sides of the coin yeah um Mm -hmm. i think that's only quote-unquote fair um because like so far in these documentary series it's been showing like the most optimum optimal uh situation in trying all these things and i feel like for some people that is out of reach okay and so they are going to maybe be trying the less optimal mm-hmm. options mm-hmm. or less safe. Not not that dr- I'm not saying drugs are dangerous. I've it's literally safe. never heard of anything not, going wrong with drugs. I'm, I'm not trying to be one of those <laughs> drugs are bad people. I'm just saying that some drugs people fuck with yeah. and then that makes them dangerous. Right. And so... Um, yeah, I guess, like, I don't know, like, I don't do a lot of drugs, so I'm not super interested, but I don't care that other people are. Like, if you have a problem and this is helping you, then I am happy for you. Yeah. Yeah. Period. Totally. I'm just, ha- I'm glad you are doing what you need to do for you to be running at your optimal level. Right. I think if I was in the right situation... I'd give it a shot. Yeah. In that optimal situation. Well, I'm, yeah. I mean, if I knew the product was safe yes. and mm-hmm. I was with people that I trusted, it wasn't, it wasn't there's laced a, with There's a big difference in going to a place where so, something like this is like approved and packaged and whatever as opposed to you know something off the street or something well, yeah and I your guess buddy kind got of from my, another guy well so that's kind of my point like since in this country everything's illegal right that's the only way for the most part yeah you're not gonna get like a legal version i will say about the microdosing i've never i, I i've listened to quite a bit but I've never heard anybody say something bad about microdosing that they've had a bad experience or a bad trip or well, anything good. like that. So, yeah. So it's it's been like just it, overall like good experiences from that. So I, I think that that would be interesting to try to see how it changes like your disposition just trying it for a couple days. I don't even know how long the lasting effects are or whatever. So I don't know if something like that, it would be interesting to know if something like microdosing would be one of those things that would over time change your 
mind. Change, yeah, I see what you did. Uh, I was going for something different, but but in general, <laughs> yes, you're like like change the way that your brain works. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but like rewire it. But a little, I, yeah, like but, but change those path on um, neural and, and maybe make it for the better, so that you wouldn't necessarily need those things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. But yeah. uh, of a lot of the things that are out there, way before. LSD and way before, uh, like many other drugs, um, I I would be willing to try microdosing just to well microdosing try. mushrooms instead of microdose because like couldn't right. I think last yes, time we discussed mushrooms. you could microdose LSD yeah. too yeah um, I think I'd be it seems like that I could be wrong but I'm getting the sense that that fucks with your brain a lot more than the mushrooms would. So I, if I was to try it, I would find out what somebody would suggest for a microdosing dosage uh-huh. for mushrooms, and then I would do half of that. <laughs> yes, because you've talked to, about to yeah, your tolerance levels. Yeah, that's what I would do. And um, oh, look here, I have some. Here, let's give it a shot. Oh, hand it over. <laughs> and I guess I should be pretty like this isn't something I've looked like. I feel like you two in the gray chairs yeah. have. I guess I shouldn't speak for Sam. Maybe you have done. Uh, it sounds like you guys have done more research or listened to more things. Or drugs. Yeah. Or done more drugs. We're literally on drugs right um, now. So many drugs. <laughs> so like you are more knowledgeable about it in general, whereas yeah. I like this is like the really the only thing I've seen about well, it. So I have a very limited knowledge. A base lot on this. of my stuff is like basically indirect testimonies that I hear of people that are on podcasts uh, that have yes. talked about their experiences <clears throat> And in general, everything's really good. And then, you know, you discover more about and they kind of enlighten you in these uh, in these episodes or documentaries or whatever. But then you just discover how much the government tries to control things for literally no fucking reason. Mm -hmm. And that's why we were taught that so many things were bad when, and yes, some of them are bad, Yes, but, but a lot of them should not be lumped in with those other things. Yes. I Just because you don't understand something doesn't right. mean it's bad. Well, I remember, um, I was well on my way to having like, uh, uh like smoking or, or having weed gummies or whatever. And Kara was in middle school and she joined the dare program. I don't know if they were all, it's if the required. whole school does yeah, it or whatever. But she was like getting accolades in that. I mean, she's just a good student, a good kid. So, but then, you know, we talked about it and I'm, I, because I sat through the ceremony where there's a police chief or whatever discussing all drugs, all bad, all the time. And I'm like, hey, so just so you know, that's not real. Like some drugs are really bad. But not all of them are bad. What's happening is because you're young, they're lumping all of this together and they're making them sound really scary. But that's not the full story. And now I didn't necessarily give her the full story. Right. But I'm like, you know, it's more complicated than that. Well, but it's good that you're aware of the situation. Also, don't go to school and tell them your dad's on drugs. (laughs) But also, like, I love how people just kind of go over the fact that like alcohol is a drug they're like but that's an okay one but like no because it's it, legal yeah right. tobacco tobacco right. is fine because yes it's legal. i'm just like um yeah. no like let's call a spade a spade yeah. all drugs have their even Anything medical that drugs alters your mind all have side effects yeah and 
I well, just I and, hate people and they're so dumb. Well, and obviously alcohol and tobacco, I mean, this is so obvious, but those are probably like two of the worst things for you. What? <laughs> so, Mouth cancer? Right. So, uh, I don't know. Yeah. But I, I, but I, I think but that they're that, profitable. Right. They so. are they're profitable. People like the effects that they have on them. And, uh, I mean, they're slowly killing uh, the people that consume them. So, uh, but less and less people. Cheers. So, I mean, when I drive past somebody that's smoking in their car, I'm like, all right, have fun, you know, enjoy yourself. How many is that for today? Yeah. Uh, but like even cigars, you know, if you have a, a, a nice big cigar at the end of that cigar, even though you're not even necessarily inhaling yeah like you're you feel different yeah when you have that yeah and and yet that's okay when you're 18 like there's so many things that are just flawed yes with 21 now is it Mm -hmm. what they changed it the year kaya turned 18 because she was able to buy something on her birthday and then a couple of months later she couldn't anymore i had no idea smoking was 21 oh all smoking is 21 yep oh i didn't know that is that just iowa I think so. Wow. What? Reynolds in the house. <laughs> Don't a, even get me started what on a Reynolds. Bitch. <laughs> Wait, where is it? <laughs> it's a conspiracy. <laughs> it's because the tobacco lobbyist didn't give her enough of a kickback this year. So she's like, uh, that must you. have been it. That must have been it. I'm yeah. fact checking myself now. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean it was 18 when I turned 18, so I'm good with it. Sorry, kids. Um No, my favorite is I can go to war, I can get <clears throat> uh like thousands yeah. of dollars in debt, Jeez. but I can't have a, have a beer. It's like calm down. Yeah. But yeah, you're not I, wrong. that's crazy. I don't know. Yeah. I mean that yeah. It is kind of interesting. Like if more research would have been allowed uh, back in, you know, the Nixon days on some of these like psychedelic drugs, you know, uh, would they be more just socially acceptable, right? Like, yeah, would we just be like, that's just a normal thing. You can go to a store and get, you know, right. And because I feel like everything, all the research they were doing on it got so stunted, you know, at, at a certain point in history. And so. It just became this big, like, no-no, but yeah. we can just keep pouring, you know, poison down our no, gullets. No, 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 like, look, I enjoy, you know, having a drink or whatever, but I wonder if something like that would have been more socially acceptable. Would those types of things be the types of things we would be going to? Would there be, like, psychedelic bars and we'd be going and getting, like, you know, like certain... Like the old school mm-hmm. opium dens? Mm-hmm. Well, I don't know what those are like, but... <laughs> You know, they maybe. come up in my Sherlock They're smoky. Comics a lot. <laughs> yeah. Opiumy. <coughs> right. Right. Like, look, I like poppy seed muffins. So mm, now I want a muffin. I know, right? Are you on drugs if you we take get, a poppy seed muffin? Yeah, you're on a little bit of drugs. We could all test. go to Perkins after this and go get some muffins. <gasps> I mm. want that. Yeah. I haven't had dinner. <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh, that's weird. I have, but I still It's want America. Muffins. Why didn't you eat at 5 p.m.? America. <laughs> I'm not 85. Excuse. Or 45. 
Uh, well, I didn't eat dinner at five either. I did it at five fifteen. But anyways, um, <laughs> hey, I had to be here at six. All right, mm. <laughs> I had to have my dinner early. That's true. We we do have like al- the alcohol. I feel like I'm giving so much information away about ourselves. Mm. We met at six p.m. today, mm-hmm. Central Standard Time. Now everyone knows. Just don't give the address. Lance's address. They'll be at our doors at one five four Flower Street in Randall. Yep. So uh, That's I probably I, somebody's real address. <laughs> sucks to suck. I, I I said sucks to sucks to my five year old nephew. He's like, "What'd you just say?" I'm like, "I said your dog's doing a bad job." He's mm-hmm. like, "Those aren't the words you said." Yeah. <laughs> my uh, my kids are familiar with that phrase, and I'm sure they use it more than I care to know. Hey, that just rem- sorry, I just totally spun my head back to what we were talking about before. Have any of you ever like gone to those, like Ames used to have a hookah bar. Yeah. Uh, did you ever go there? I did. It was open? Okay. Yeah. I think I went there with Courtney. That like she, tracks. she saw somebody there or yeah. something. I don't know. That was kind of fun. I went there a couple of times. Yeah. And it was like, it, I don't know what the shit is that it's they flavored, just like flavored, like yeah. nicotine or flavored, oh, uh, like okay. cigarette. Yeah. Or, or so, but I remember like. somebody bought a thing. <laughs> I don't fucking know what I did. Well, and they were, and they were, and they were like, <laughs> something legal. Well, and they were like, I'll share it. And it was like, uh, fucking like 20 bucks or something for a <laughs> session or to yeah. use this thing. I don't even, I don't know how it works. I, I know how a bong works more than that. Right. I, I don't understand well, how it's sitting on top. Or, uh, yeah. Like thing, I, I know it's similar, but yeah. I just, I didn't, there's like so many fucking things coming out of this thing. So it's, it's tobacco. It's flavored yeah. tobacco. Yeah. <laughs> you get to order it. I just, I know very little about this. I haven't done it for so long, but yeah, uh, it was fun. You, you, everybody has, it's I think their not own psilocybin. <laughs> no, everybody has their own little thing and you know, you can like kind of smoke it or whatever, or maybe you have to pass it around. I don't just imagine know. Never Alice in Wonderland, only more of the thingies. Yeah. It's a good time. So multiple people you can also the same drink one. there. So did you know that there's a cigar bar names? Yes. Across from Uh, YSS. Yeah. Mm. It's the English Bulldog. Yes. I saw that. And the guys before it was open, they came into the bar and they were like, us downtown businesses, we got to stick together. We need to work together. And I said, all right, dude, that's fine. Just let me know what we can do to help. And then I never heard from him again. (laughs) He was like, he was, he was talking a lot because they were there drinking, celebrating a birthday Sure. and then talking to me. And I'm like, yeah, man, I'm happy to help. Whatever. Let me know what you need. And then I never heard from him again. He probably forgot. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. Uh, But I mean, they have people in there. I think, I think it's a situation where you rent a locker and then you can keep your booze or whatever in there. It's one of those businesses. So okay. that so they they don't have to pay the liquor license. Oh, dig. And dig, so dig. it's a way to get around it. But you can buy your cigars there. Okay. Yeah. You can rent a locker and put your liquor in there and then yeah. just like keep it in there. So if you as a certain type of business, if you don't sell alcohol mm-hmm. and you don't have a liquor license, yeah. people can bring in their own alcohol. Sure. But it's it because for a minute there, that's what we did at the timeout in Nevada. Just just for a minute until we had our liquor license like taken care of and yeah. figured oh, out. Oh yeah, because I feel like for the opening we might have Probably brought beer. Yeah, 
So I think that's what they're doing. And, and a lot of larger places do that too. I think maybe the cigar shop that we went to in Minneapolis also has a similar thing where there's lockers in the back where you can keep your things because they also did not sell alcohol there because paying for that as a business can be very expensive when you don't know how much you're going to actually sell because you're not really a bar. Right. So it's not that type of atmosphere. But they sold soda. They did? And cloves. Yeah. Oh, yes. Clove cigarettes. (laughs) I want some. (laughs) Poppy seed muffins and clove cigarettes. (laughs) That's what we're doing right when we're done. sounds very reminiscent of college. So... I it hasn't we changed my that mind. Lance and I are going to do all drugs the things and the blue couch might not. What's the next episode about? What what is the next episode about? I can't remember. Molly. Oh yeah. Okay. Well, uh I love documentaries and I don't know anything about it, so I've been finding them uh interesting to watch. Mm. So I will continue watching them if that is the consensus of the group. I'm going to watch it whether anybody else watches it or not. I'll start it. And if it's boring, I'll stop. So I'm less negative. I believe pre-watching it that almost everyone enjoys Molly. Um, so I'd be curious to hear about a bad trip on that. I don't that. think you'll get one from this. <laughs> yeah. Right. It's not the same. Yeah. This isn't the documentary. That's so for wait, when, when are we watching that documentary about the manor? Oh, yeah, we need to That's get a weird started smile. on that. I don't know what's happening. Because I knew that creepy smile would trigger Veronica's memory. Mm. Here is a great segue. Something else we're going to watch together <laughs> is a new show that came to our attention recently. <laughs> um, you know anything about this, Sam? Yeah, yeah oh, you okay. should. You were in the text yeah, chain. Was uh, I? You were. It's about women who date younger men and the younger men that date the older women. Um, and there's a bit of a twist. Oh, the show. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was the me sh- calling it a documentary throwing you? A little bit. <laughs> the twist is that the boys are the sons of the women. women. You said that so weird, but yes. It is mothers I mean, and that's sons a fact. probably not dating each, each other, other, but right. dating each other's. The so, other yeah, ones. Yeah. Uh, do you want to tell us the name of this delightful trash you found us? This show is called MILF Manor. <laughs> For those that don't know what MILF stands for, now, uh, what, now, here's my question. I'm not going to tell <laughs> you. Gonna you say everybody it. knows. Uh, Mom, I'd like to fondle? Or sure. Sure. Uh, here's my question. How do they get, God damn, fucking reality shows are so bad. How do they <laughs> they're get, terrible. how do these people get into the house? Are they just hot? They're all hot, right? They're all fucking well, hot. I would imagine yeah. so. I'm more yeah. intrigued. Like, obviously, they had to know that they were both going on the same reality show. But they like so all I've seen of this, our dear friend Veronica sent us <laughs> the trailer for this show. And Didn't like watch it. The, that guess, makes more sense. Um a, so they're like it's a ride. <laughs> it, so yeah, in the trailer, this guy's like they show all the moms lined up, all the sons lined up, and then one guy's like, Mom? And he's so surprised. But like where do you think your mom was going for a couple of months while you were filming? That was one of the things I was thinking of. Right. Also, side note, can you scoot your mic back up just a little bit? Just a little bit. That's good. Thank you. Uh, That is one of the things that I thought of immediately. Wouldn't they have told like, oh, you're going somewhere for two weeks? Well, I'm going somewhere for two weeks. Right. Or like was the person like, I guess I could kind of see it if like 
the mom might not work, know where the son is if like they're college age and he's like they're living well, they're in another in their state. 20s. These shows yeah. are all scripted, so also yes. there is that. It's just bad actors. It's fine. It's actually not professional actors because that's how they get around paying people mm. to work. Mm. So there's my little spiel on reality TV. <laughs> are we getting paid for Shrek? Uh, you are. You are getting paid in <laughs> undying love and affection. <laughs> and erection? Is that what you said? <laughs> I can only assume. All right. Uh, I have a... <laughs> so now let's go on to your actual Well, Wait, wait, topic. wait. Yeah. So anyway, I'm going to change the topic. I have a question for the room. When it comes to a lot of movies that are our favorites from the past, you hear the phrase... They couldn't make that anymore. Um, at what point is that like, are we are we too far gone in some of those things? Like some things are insensitive and I get that. And some of like, you know, we've talked about like 16 Candles and and some of the stuff that they did with like Long Duck Dong. And, and yes, some of that stuff should be avoided. But recently... Um, it got brought back up in the news, uh, a hilarious movie um, called Tropic Thunder was brought up again and how like they approached Ben Stiller again and approached Robert Downey Jr. And they said like unapologetically, they do not like uh, they will not apologize for the film and that their heart was in a good place for it. Do you in this room, do you do you accept that answer when it comes to that particular movie? And, and then have we kind of jumped the shark on some other TV shows and movies just because I mean, I understand we're we're in a different place, but we're also not getting the kind of laughs that we used to from movies. At least I don't feel like we are. Everything is like more vanilla now and it seems like it might take somebody to uh you know come out with another movie like that to try to swing the pendulum pendulum back a little bit Mm -hmm. did i say that right pendulum 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 right pendulum i don't know what the fuck that is it's in a clock anyway i i was just curious your your thoughts on that because there's been some some talk you know, out in the uh, out in the ether about that stuff, and and I, as far as Tropic Thunder is concerned, uh, I guess I kind of side with them because I I don't think it was it was hateful or anything like that, and I I've never heard of anyone complain about it, and it seems like sometimes the people that are complaining about it are white people that are like just trying to be more woke than the next person. And I was curious what you thought. And go. <laughs> well, I mean, I think that, I mean, I've seen that movie and I think it's funny. Yeah. I mean, I laugh at it. I mean, I think there's a lot of like really funny stuff and it. it has a great cast. Sorry, I'm not talking loud enough. Uh, it has a good cast, obviously. Um, you know, I think Tom Cruise in that film is probably my favorite. <laughs> Les Grossman. Yeah, is probably my favorite <laughs> part of it. Jack Black is great. I mean, really, everybody's funny. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Wasn't the point of Robert Downey Jr.'s character? I have only seen this movie once. Yeah. Wasn't the point of that character basically that this is not okay? 
He was the dude playing the dude disguised as another dude. It was that he was super method in all of his roles. Yeah. Like there was another role that they discussed that he played in the, in another film where he got like some sort of like surgery to have like really blue eyes or something. Wasn't that a thing? That's right. So he was super method and would go like to the lengths of like getting like, you know, pigmentation surgery so that he would look black basically. Yeah. Uh, I think was the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, I guess it was really just kind of a movie that was poking fun at movies. So mm-hmm. is that okay? Yeah, it's great to poke fun at stuff that people take way too fucking seriously, I think. But um, I don't know. I mean, they probably could have gone some other ways with things, but I guess they got away with it. And I don't hear that that movie gets really ridiculed a lot, but maybe I'm I think I, and I think right part things. of that is, is because <clears throat> it was just done well. And like it, I, I yeah. feel like it was, it was just a well done movie. Yeah. And so that's when the majority of people, people are like, okay, well that's fine. But now if a movie comes out and it mostly sucks and it was a similar situation, I feel like people would probably rip it apart and this is, I mean, all of this is all opinion based by, you know, critics or just the the audience members that feel like they should be critics or have an opinion or mm-hmm. whatever. I just, I find it interesting. I mean, when was the last time or how frequently do you feel like with new movies that you can really laugh as hard as you used to, you know, with movies, let's say like more than five years ago? Because I I don't even know that anybody would attempt to make the American Pie movies today because uh, studios aren't going to want to risk it. Well, you say that, but it was a funny movie. The the, the first movie was a, was a funny movie. I never saw any of them. Oh, that's okay. You were Sorry. a baby. Because no, it's on the list. Fuck me. <laughs> yeah, we're going to watch it. Uh, I haven't seen it in a long time, but I don't know. It's all right. Now, I also, I will admit that it's really it, it, just it, a sex movie. It is, it's yeah. More about sex. Well, I mean, they're what seniors? They're it's teenagers, teenagers. and yeah. So I, I guess I'm not surprised, but yeah. Uh, yeah I just, I, d- I don't know if it. When was the last time you really laughed a lot at the movies? Because now it's turned into they play it safe with like superhero movies, and that's well, that's pretty much it. Did you it. guys watch Don't Look Up? No, I did. That one I had did. me laughing. It was lot. good. That it was one good. was hilarious, and the characters were over the top. But and also ridiculous. because remind me who was the uh, director of that? Mm-hmm. Because I felt like the director of that was Jordan one of Peele. those. Right. What wasn't it, Jordan Peele? For Don't Look Up, it Am might have been. It was. Oh, it was it? No, it was. Who did? Um, wait, Don't Look Up. That was the Netflix one. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, it was Adam McKay. So I'm so I'm I'm not I'm not surprised because he doesn't give a shit. So he's going to he's one of those people that will do whatever he thinks is funny. He probably gets a little more leeway, too, because he's made, you know, films like Anchorman. And yeah, uh, he's made a lot of other classic comedies. So Mm -hmm. I think he you know, he probably has a little more like, you know, room to do that kind of stuff. Yeah. But yeah, I guess I don't necessarily watch a lot of movies that are. Uh, portrayed as comedies because oftentimes I find in the trailer they put all the funny parts and mm-hmm. then I'm just like 
why I don't need to see this movie more so like I enjoy seeing the funny parts of other types of movies like have you guys seen return to me it's an oh. older movie with David Duchovny mini driver oh yeah I have seen that Bonnie Hunt in that movie hilarious like yeah and none of it like that movie could be made today yeah because none of it relies on uh non-consensual sex mm-hmm. or sexism mm-hmm. or race like mm-hmm. you can do funny without being offensive. And sometimes I feel like it's just laziness when we rely like they're crutches. Um, so I see what you're saying that like we are being too hyper conscious of the crutches, but I also feel like the, we are smart enough in the room to get other types of jokes. It, I agree with you, but I guess the point that I would make is that sometimes it's the wrong people that we are listening to about what may or may not be legitimately offensive. And I get that. I get what you're saying yeah. with that. But I but I feel like sometimes like the people that are reacting are not the ones that are being made fun of. Mm-hmm. However, they are bringing up points that like this is lazy writing. We don't need like we don't need to be racist to be funny. Right. Like white people don't need to be making the point, but I also agree with we don't need long, long duck dongs to be funny anymore. Now, your person, and I, I'm not trying to put anybody specific on the spot, but if you have like top three favorite comedies yeah. from, you know, when you were a kid or, or teenage years or whatever, I would probably be willing to venture a guess that there's something in that that then would say that somebody would say, well, we couldn't make that today. And I just think that that sometimes that's sad yeah. because it doesn't like, there's things didn't... that can be taken with a grain of salt. And I feel like we're not allowed to do that anymore yeah. or we're not even given the opportunity. So, and the whole Tropic Thunder discussion, I don't even know where it came from, but somebody must've written an article about it that brought it back up into the ethos or whatever. Honestly, and, like probably the comedies I was watching was like Shrek and that stuff. Mm. So it's like animated movies with adult humor, like shoehorn, like snuck in. Mm. And I'm willing to bet that there's stuff in there that if a studio was to make the, make the movie, well, the, the cross dressing wolf in the, in the musical. I mean, you know, they they went back and they and they, they changed, changed that line because the word was not okay anymore. Right. So I I'm just in in the span of well, I guess that would have been like ten years ago, so a little bit more than five. But and I and I'm not saying that all the stuff should be okay. Yeah. I just think it's it's a little sad that I don't really get to laugh at much anymore, and I don't think that any of my laughing at movies was malicious or like, like I wasn't laughing at something because I was like, Oh yeah, black people, this or Jewish people that, or whatever. It was never like that because I know that I'm not that person, Gotcha. but, but I can recognize when something's funny. Mm -hmm. And I mean, even certain, uh, I'm sure that there's some people in here that would disagree with me, but even certain, uh, aspects of stereotypes, if you have a joke about something, because there is some truth in some stereotypes that things can be funny, but you'll never have those extra extra jokes anymore. I don't I don't know if things will swing back 
at all or what's going to happen. But um, I mean, really, like aside from some of the movies that, you know, you like maybe everything everywhere all at once and um, and uh, some of the films that you would see featured uh, like for the Oscars that just happened. Mm -hmm. Other than that, it's so much. The focus is all CGI and the action surrounding that. And I don't know. I just kind of miss the way that it used to be. But maybe that's just me. I don't know. I was trying to think of the last like comedy that I had watched that was recent. Mm. And I don't think I couldn't think of anything. Like, I guess I probably see more rom-coms than anything. Yeah. Like, yeah. that's the closest to just comedy that I, I just get. feel like they don't really make them anymore. And yeah, Don't Look Up was one. <clears throat> and it went straight to Netflix. And... I mean, but, but also to be fair, it was done by Netflix. They don't put a lot of their stuff in the theater, right? But but e- e- either way, Netflix is one of those places that will be unapologetic about what it puts up there, a la Dave Chappelle. Yeah, because a lot of the people out there are on one side or the other with him, and they're like, "Hey, we're backing him and his freedom to say whatever the hell he wants to say mm-hmm. in whatever context." So. Yeah, and I think that's okay. I mean, I think there are lines that can be crossed, I guess, but that's probably just up to everybody. You know, I mean, that's Mm -hmm. just up to the individual, right? So, but I think it's okay to have stuff out there. And if I just think it's maybe not great, um, I don't know. I'm not sure that I would ever like petition Netflix and be like, hey, fuckers, take that shit down because I'm offended by that. Like, I just would be like, all right, I don't. I don't like that. I don't feel it. I don't want to watch it. So, you know, if somebody else finds it great or entertaining or whatever, cool. Yeah. Like, I, that's fine. I mean, you know. It's kind just, of like why I never watched White Chicks. I just didn't. I yeah. Didn't, it, was, it just didn't look it just, that cool It just didn't me, like so. it was going to be a yes I never watched that. Yeah. I don't think. Um, I just saw the scene with Terry Crews. That was it. Yes. <laughs> but I think, I mean, but we talk about movies that we could, you know, we should resurrect and, uh, you know, make again, uh, make it to a musical. I mean, oh my God, why are we not doing that? Like Mean Girls. Yeah, that's a joke. But um, <laughs> I think, yeah, I don't know. It, it is, it is like really, it is touchy I mean, nowadays. It's yeah. just, you I know, mean, the classic comedies that I watch, You, if I really want to laugh, those are the movies I go back to. Yeah. You know, I just... I go back and watch some of those. And the thing is like, we just watched Tommy boy recently, you know, and I'm trying to think if there was even really anything that was remotely like offensive. And that uh, one. there is, I can think of it. Okay. What? Because you are a retard. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. He so, says that in there. So, you know, you jettison that word, right? That, mm-hmm. that, yeah, that doesn't land right. I think that, but other than that, mm. I don't know. Isn't Let's that the see. one where he's like dancing or something like, or he's trying to, I don't know. In Tommy I, Boy? Yeah. It's possible. I, like, Keep I have going. a gif of this stuck in my head of Chris oh, Farley. That's from uh, the... Oh, is that um, from Black Sheep? No, it's from Saturday Night Live. It's oh, the Chippendale, oh, Chippendale sketch. sketch. Yes. yes. With Patrick Swayze. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, but I also had him in like the outfit of the other one though. Like I, I have that motion, but with his like yellow shirt buttoned down oh, <laughs> stuck in my head. That's awesome. So I have transposed those two memories yeah and i mean and there's there's a big difference between like things that are things that are funny because that was just like throwaway line that doesn't need to be in that movie no 
Yeah, that that could totally be something else. So yeah. I I can. And it would still to, be the same movie. Yeah, I I can concede to that a hundred percent. Right. But I mean, there's also like if something like that came out now. There would be people that would complain about how the David Spade character treats Chris Farley, or there would be discussion about what's going on with Chris Farley's character mentally, and it it it, it's, it just seems like. I don't know when it comes to stuff like that. I just, I wish that people would calm down. They can't just let the comedy be right. What it is. We yeah. have to, we have to try to dissect everything. And then uh, I, I was yeah. also thinking because I was like kind of brainstorming, thinking back to movies and yeah, the movies that I think are funniest, um, are older movies. Mm-hmm. And w- now there are TV shows that I think are funny. Mm-hmm. Um, like the ones that would actually make me laugh out loud would be like Brooklyn nine, nine, or uh, 30 Rock was one of them. But they were daring with some of the stuff that they would do. And they would push the envelope. And I, I think that th- I would find that stuff more funny. And, and it would be more rewarding when that joke would actually work. Because they had smart people writing on it. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, now that you've brought up those two shows. Like, yeah, I think I watch funny shows more than I watch funny movies. Oh, absolutely. So yeah, I was like, I'm like, I don't watch anything. I'm like, I don't watch funny movies. I'm yeah, just like, the, oh, the landscape. I'm watching funny TV. The landscape has changed a lot, yeah. but but uh, yeah, back in the it's no Bob's Burgers. <laughs> right. Drink. Well, it's empty. I can't. <laughs> oh wait. <laughs> Alcohol's bad. Don't do, do it. No, that one is okay. <laughs> no, but we decided it's bad. Oh, so no. instead of drinking, listeners, do some mushrooms. Is yeah. that what we decided? I'm offended by so alcohol. next time, I'm just gonna bring drunk gummies. Yes. Offended by gummies. <laughs> That's true. I would need to find the um, special gelatin that isn't made from animal byproduct, but it can be made from fish. Oh, <laughs> fish gummies. Yeah, I wasn't following you. Yeah, I, yeah, I got where I picked up where you were going. Yeah, there yeah. is some like vegan alternative. I believe. So I don't know, yeah. uh, ladies in the room, is this uh, is the, like topic too serious, or what do you think? What do you? What I do you chimed think about in, this? so it's Veronica's turn. I've chimed in a little bit. I just, I don't think that my opinion on the matter is the one that really counts, which goes along with... You matter and your opinion matters. But it goes along with who are the people who are offended? Is it the people who are actually affected by it or is it the people who are trying to be offended? Right. And I guess sometimes I'm not offended. I just don't think it's funny. Yeah. I, there's a lot of stuff that I can, it's weird because I can recognize that it's supposed to be funny or that it is funny, but I won't like, like it just doesn't get well, like, me. I can recognize when the punchline has been said. Yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> I feel that way. Like you are so lazy with your writing. Do better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is a bummer. But then it's also interesting how. Because of the genre, this is the other thing that I was thinking of earlier. I think I started to say this, but didn't finish it. Um, how the horror genre hasn't really had had to change anything because of what it is. Like, right. like they they get a pass no matter what because of the type of genre they, that it is. They have been called out though on the tropes i guess and like if you're a black character you're gonna die right away yeah if you 
have sex, you're going to die. Yeah. Right, right, right. The scream the, wo- the woman has to have big boobs and run around. Exploiting women like. and, and their, like, yeah, lack of clothing in, in some of those older films. I mean, I don't know. I guess, yeah, there's things like that that I think are, they've had to alter or change to a certain extent. You think they did? I think they've changed mm-hmm. some things. I think some of them have grown beyond it because they're like, oh, yeah, like, that is very, like, what has always happened. So maybe... Yeah. Maybe we won't kill off well, all of our diverse well, characters then, right away. And then it's going to be surprising to the viewer. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. But what do you do you find that there's a problem with having like sex be a part of these things? Does that bother you? Like sex what is different from exploitation? Yeah. And you know well, me, but, I think well, unnecessary loves, like unnecessary like relationships in general drive me up the wall yeah. already. I have gone yeah. on record saying well, that. Well, now, but yeah. what's, can, and, and I'm genuinely curious about the exploitation uh, talk here, because uh, is it exploitation when the actor or but anybody involved signs up for it? Like just because it's in the movie, that's that's exploitive well, it's because because it's, it's them. In the movie, right? Is it there just to show off some boobs, or is it there because there is legitimately something that happened that required that? Does it serve response? the film? Does it serve the movie? Yes. Know? Does it serve yeah, the male maybe. gaze, or does it serve the movie? But I guess I'm curious. Or and female wh- gaze, right? Exactly. See, I almost canceled you. Uh, see, the, that's where I'm curious because I don't really view that any different than like all of the uh, extra CGI that's going into something like av- the new Avatar movie or whatever. It's because it's just something it to there, look at. Is it there to add and show off that, yeah. oh, this is something I can do? Or is it actually adding to the movie? Yeah, I don't know. In my opinion, boobs add to the movie. <laughs> Is that just me? <laughs> well, I'm not going to say it's just you, but for some of you us in the, the room, I might be the problem. We recognize it's not necessary to the film. But then again, right, right. But I, and I understand that I am old man River, and it just like some of the stuff. It just it doesn't it doesn't bother me, and and I don't want to feel bad. For laughing, and and I, and I won't, but it, but it seems like people want me to these masses out there, whomever they might be, are, would be upset that I'm not offended by something or whatever. And granted, w- at the end of the day, it doesn't matter because we're all going to do and watch whatever we want to. But I just think it's an interesting conversation to have about it. You know what I mean? Yes. Because because it's changed. So much, like so much. But what's interesting is that I listen to a lot of comedians on podcasts and they're going on each other's and they they talk about what it's like being in the clubs and how they don't really feel like it's changed so much for them. Like a lot of people say that it's changed, but they're still doing the same the same material. It's just about how you deliver it. But if you fuck it up then you can get in trouble because e- even if it's the same same material but you do it the wrong way then you can be 
Well, I canceled think for it. I've brought this Quote, up canceled. before, but Chad Daniels has a, a bit that he's talking about um, a lot of black people don't like to swim in the ocean. And he's like, if any of you are nervous about the sentence I just said, please know I worded it very carefully. <laughs> he's like, I'm not saying they can't swim. That's ridiculous. I've never and heard I of this said, guy. Not all people. I said some. I'm just like. You're towing a fine line, sir. <laughs> he mm. was on her uh, Spotify yeah. um, year-end list thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Chad Daniels? Chad Daniels. Okay. He's on Spotify. Gotta look him up. I think... He does a lot of things about his kids. Oh, okay. <laughs> and how they suck. I think I think a stand-up... <laughs> a, At least he's honest. A stand-up yeah. routine is a little different unless it's one that's being captured. Yeah. And it's part of a special... If you do, if you fuck up a joke and you say it and you're at some club or you're at the Funny Bone Comedy Club, you know, down in Des Moines, if anybody remembers the old commercial. Um, yeah. If, if you, I think they still play that. Oh, do they? Oh, I okay. think so. I don't know. I don't really watch TV, but uh, I think like if you fuck up a joke and say something maybe sort of inappropriate, it's just that audience that hears you. Right. Right. It's the... And because they're not people or whatever the fuck is in the club that hears you yeah. say that if, if you mess up or make a misstep, you know, but if someone has the opportunity to put it on YouTube, well, or right. whatever, you know, if it's something like that. But if you're one of these like, I mean, no offense to Chad Daniels, but I feel like if Chad Daniels made a joke like that, I don't know that it would make that much of a rumbling. You know, I right. think if you're Dave Chappelle, that's a different story. You right. Know, if you're a big name, a list type comedian or whatever. Right. And you fuck up a joke. Then I think it's a totally different level. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like standups maybe have it a little, I guess, easier. Maybe mm. they're a little more away from from the critics because, you know, people only have especially critical people. They only have so much time in a day to be critical and they only have so much of a view of what they can see. They can't go out and mm-hmm. see every yeah like plus if you know if you go if you if you go out to see not to cut you off no no just no, real no. quick I was gonna cut if you, you go out to see a stand-up yeah you know what you're getting into yeah you know yeah. what i mean like you know who you're going to see unless you're just like well time to go out to the comedy club and see some <laughs> see some fucking stand-up <laughs> who knows what the jokes will be I you know what right. i mean and then loving your comedy club yeah and, and then somebody like tells a bunch of jokes about i don't know some particular particular like ethnic group and then yeah. that person's like I'm going to finish my drink and leave. I don't Mm. know what happens at comedy clubs. Do do you wish that the pendulum pendulum? Fuck it. Pendulum. Pendulum? Mm -hmm. Spell it. P E D. Nope. U P E N D. Yeah. Oh, P E N D. Spelled like it should be U L U M. There's no G. There is no G in pendulum. Well, she said pendulum. Well, D U makes a J sound. Fuck you. That's not true. Paradigm. (laughs) Uh, paradigm. Anyway. Um, so anyway, the pendulum, uh, <laughs> do you, do you, do you wish that it would come back a little bit so we could get some more entertainment like what we used to? Not that it would necessarily change our lives, but I miss like being able to laugh like that. Or do you feel like you want it to just continue on its way this way so that that way it like, because I feel like there is some middle ground. 
yeah. that we can reach here. And not everything needs to necessarily be offensive. What well, you got? It is pronounced pen julum. Mm. And it's spelled P. Yeah. It's pendulum. But it's P-N-D-U-L-U-M. And to answer your question, I feel like some of the comedies you are referring to are some of the ones I've hated because I didn't see them at the time. Like, I, I can't remember one. If, Weird Science. Weird Science. Yeah. You think that is a funny movie and that is fine for you. I don't know that I think that it's funny. What? Um, I don't know that I think Weird Science is funny, but I like the movie. Okay. Yeah. So in general. But like, I don't think the jokes in it are funny or anything like right. that. Right. And I hated it because yeah. I did not see it. And so I, I feel like for me personally, I am not feeling the... Angst isn't the right word. The nostalgia. The nostalgia for the funny movies because I have never really found the a lot of the funny movies funny because I yeah. just didn't watch them. Mm-hmm. So I am currently fine with the state of comedy because even now I don't watch comedic movies. I watch some funny shows like Brooklyn Nine-Nine and I yeah. watch 30 Rock. Um, so I don't necessarily need that swing because I don't miss jokes that relied on stereotypes or sexism to be funny, to get a laugh. Yeah. Like I've never relied on that type of humor. So to my knowledge, so I'm not really nostalgic for it. Okay. And, but that's that, just because that's, I didn't yeah. watch it at the time. Right. So I don't, I just don't have the affinity and like in general, I feel like you appreciate comedy so much more than me. Oh, okay. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, yeah, no, I do. You are like a comedic aficionado. Yeah. Whereas I am a tourist, so I don't need a lot. I get that. Yeah. But you, I think you have seen so much of it and you enjoy it so much. So I totally get why you have this nostalgia for it because that is such an integral part of your journey. Mm-hmm. Whereas like mine, like obviously we've talked about it before, like I'm obsessed with all these books. Whereas like you listen to podcasts about comedians. Like that's just mm-hmm. what we both choose to listen to. Yeah. So I like, I can go on forever about books. You can go on forever about like comedians. It's just what we just, yeah. If that makes sense. I think it's a nice enhancement to life. And I think it can be an enhancement when you're with a group of friends or when I don't have the opportunity to have those laughs with my friends, like you guys, when we're all together mm-hmm. and something just naturally comes up and is funny, uh, whether it's mildly offensive or not, which most of the offensive stuff probably comes from me. So I apologize. <laughs> but when I can't have that with you guys, then I would I enjoy watching something that will make me laugh. And I just know that typically that's something that hasn't come out within the last seven years. Yeah. Um, now, like Sam, uh, let's talk about Wayne's World. Do you think that that movie could be done the way that it that it was then today? Because, I mean, they have they talk about when they're doing the Wayne's World show, they talk about women and women can be like slightly comedically objectified because that's what they would do in their program. They would talk about you know, uh, like a supermodel or whatever on Wayne's world. And, and yeah, and, and they're basically making jokes about them getting boners from the, I don't think that they could do that anymore. Well, that would be a part of the character that they couldn't do, but it's on SNL. They could probably go back and do it 
because maybe. it's like grandfathered in, but it wouldn't start from scratch there now. Yeah, I mean, but they don't. I feel like they just bring up. I don't know. I mean, they kind of in that in the scene you're describing. I yeah. feel like they kind of just bring up the person's name. They show a photo of them, and then they're like, "Swing, they're babelicious <laughs> or whatever." I don't know that it's done in a really harmful way. No, it, or, or, it's or in a totally way that's not, disrespectful to the woman yeah, at all. And I don't think that it is at all. I guess I could see where some people would be offended by it, and I and I get that. What um, about what about the foxy scene? Foxy. The foxy scene. So he's just doing this and like dancing towards her and stuff. But yeah, but it's yeah, but all about how attractive she is. He's his crotch as he... Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's right. Um, well, I don't know. I mean, do I they... I mean, I think that's all right, I guess. Is that offensive? Do movies and TV shows... His crotch? It's pretty hot, I, It's right? going to be offensive to Dana Carvey. Gotta love that crotch. So movies and TV shows yeah. anymore, just out of genuine curiosity, do they even like play up that somebody is like sexually attractive to another person can you do that anymore or is it just like this bland like romance you know being nervous to approach them or whatever there's i don't think that there's really any mention anymore of this actual physical and like emotional feeling that you uh, this response that you can get from another person and they would granted in wayne's world they're joking about it and you know playing up on it because that's what those characters were but you don't you don't see that anymore. Like everything's dumbed down to like a Hallmark movie. Well, now. okay. Would this be the same thing? Uh, in the movie, set it up. Uh, Pete Davidson's character is a gay man and he goes to a party with some models mm-hmm. and he is sitting at a pool, but then the guys that he's chatting up are standing wearing very tight, spe- like almost Speedos. <laughs> and then he's just straight up, he's like, the battle of the bulge right here like is that the type of thing you're talking about like right and but, that, I, but that's allowed because it's all dudes yes and so that's what i was gonna ask and so i feel like there are situations where i think just right now people are trying to make it more equitable so i feel like in movies there are more instances where dudes can still say that they're attracted to women but there is also like I wonder if people are just like, it's passe, not passe, but like, they're like, yeah, we've seen that particular scene so much. What if yeah. we flipped it? And mm-hmm. so right now, just because it hasn't been done since, you know, film was invented in the 20s. Yeah. We're seeing it now more where women can talk about how they are attracted to men because that is still kind of, quote unquote, newer to cinema for the last 20 years. Yeah. That's still the, you know statistically less amount of time. Uh, so yeah. I do think that it's going to equal out more so mm-hmm. at least that parts of it, like being able to talk about how you're like, I'm hot for you or whatever. Right. <laughs> whatever guys say to girls. That's exactly I what I is say. That, is that what you say yeah. to, I'm not even going to go there. <laughs> um, I'm going to go upstairs too. and tell her right now. Oh my God. <laughs> Good save. Becky, I'm so hot for you. <clears throat> She's going to say, and I'm she's sleeping. gonna she's gonna be like I'm going to bed. So I guess go be by yourself. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> be like you're hot too, babe. Good night. Yeah. I don't think she would say that. <laughs> It'd be funny if she did. She'd be like <laughs> God. So I don't know. And I don't even even know if what I said was true, but I feel like No, I but little, I, I I get yeah, what I you're I get so. what you're saying. 
Um, like it's, it's, it's almost, it's kind of like what we said with the horror movies, like growing beyond the tropes. Yeah. Like I think maybe some people are trying to make dudes in film, not necessarily horn dogs anymore. Like they're like, you know what? You could maybe grow beyond that for a couple of decades, like a decade yeah. or two. And then we'll let you be horn dogs again. Well, I'm looking forward to that. <laughs> I even, I feel like some places get a pass. And one of those places is HBO. But outside of HBO, I'm not sure that there could ever be a like maybe there could be because the the gender switched. But I'm not sure that there could be another sex in the city. Because of when that started, Mm -hmm. we we hadn't delved into this culture that we're in now. I think there could be it would have to be a completely different storyline with the more diverse characters yeah but i think it could be successful okay yeah but it can't just be for white chicks yeah for straight white chicks mm. talking about the guy they slept with but now like what's that's not fun uh, anymore but but what well especially just, when it takes place in a city that right. has diversity <laughs> like if right. you want to talk about four chicks that are straight and whatever, then you need to go and set the the whole thing up in a city that that is the demographics. Like set it up in Salt Lake City, Utah, then mm-hmm. whatever, <laughs> or even in, you yeah. know, <laughs> and then they'll talk about their sexy underpants. Like, sorry, I should probably shouldn't have said Salt Lake City. I feel like that's, but I'm like, there's a lot weird, of white it's people a weird there. Place. So easy, right? Like, well, I was gonna say, like, even are, like they'll go home to their, like, yeah, so they'll go home gonna, to their sister wives okay. or whatever the fuck, you know, like, fine. Mm-hmm. I'll say Minneapolis. The diversity is not okay. as great in Minneapolis, yeah. we'll say. There's some, there's some, there's a lot of white people, but there's a lot of white people up north. Yep. <laughs> it's cold because it's cold. The great <laughs> white st- north, because people aren't stupid. They're like, no one wants to live here. You, yeah, that's, do it. you're not wrong, but so if you want to set something in like an exciting city like New York or Los Angeles then you need to make it the diversity of your cast yeah. be representative of the actual place. Yeah. Right. Because in the real world, there would never be four white friends. I don't think that's the point. That's not wait, the point. Wait, 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 one. Right, but, um, but Lance, I believe the point here is... Oh, but did you that, miss where word? I said it was statistically no, representative? I was just being... Representation. No, where love, the fuck do we live? And I love that. And I love that. I just... I needed cornfield, sir. I needed no a minute. No one wants to live here either. I needed a minute to be a dick. But remember, I did just say Minneapolis. Uh, <laughs> I said Minneapolis is pretty white. Iowa also pretty white. So, yeah, obviously. You're right. You're right. Anyway, did I make everyone feel good? Good. Well, you always talk about this. Well, I I, I enjoy these talks. I I feel like it is something that we have kind of talked about maybe briefly. I I think we maybe went a little longer on it this time, but it is something that. Yeah, I mean, it's just one of those things, right? As times have sort of changed, and I think we've become more enlightened. I'm not going to say woke, I guess, but I suppose that's the word. Um, it's a buzzword. Yeah. Can we not use it because it's yeah, a buzzword? Yeah, we, we don't have to. I mean, I think hopefully we're all just becoming more like understanding of everything that is going on. And, yeah. and, and hopefully entertainment is reflecting what our society is like uh, in certain ways. But I mean... 
I think there's still ways to make really funny stuff and not have it be offensive yes. or not have it be, you know, I don't know, like digging it or, you know, like sexualizing anybody or whatever. I mean, I, I, I still I'm not think saying really it's required. funny stuff can do that. You know, right. and you don't have to right. have like uh, naked people in movies. I don't yeah. know. It's okay. You can do it. Yeah. It can be done and it yeah. can still be fun. Like I said, I'm not saying that any of that <clears throat> stuff is required by any means, but when you, but you're implying but when it you, pretty hard. No, no, no. But when you <laughs> never see it anymore, but when you know, like, because you are a person and you know what people are like, that is a part of life. But you, but it's not, it's not seen on screen and not like the four white chicks thing or right. whatever, but you know, sex is a part of life. So it's just interesting that a, a lot of these things they like get now, if you're trying to get away with a PG rating, like I get it. Yeah. But uh, I think part of the reason you don't see the other side of it as much is also because you don't work in an office. Like I laugh a lot at work. Mm-hmm. We can't talk about a lot of the stuff that you are referring to right now because HR. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. But like we make jokes and have like a great time. You just, it's just finding a different what, way to communicate and talking about different things. You guys are the only people I talk to. I am aware. I, I literally, like I we, we had our absolute first read through for Shrek and 20 minutes in, I cursed. true. I mean, that is also why I don't do any shows with kids because I forget. It was, uh, I, I regretted it. I did. I did. It was, I didn't mean to, I messed up. And so I was like, fuck. And then somebody behind me was like, Hey, and I don't even know if they were serious or not, but I was like, ah, well, this is what you get. Uh, we were talking about some questionable things in the airport. And then we were like, are there little ones around? <laughs> Cause we maybe were talking I'll stop. in code. It wasn't a very good code. It wasn't a very good code. <laughs> Any five-year-old could have picked up what you were laying yeah. down. <laughs> What'd you just say? Said your dog sucks. Well, I know that you said that we've talked about it before, but I feel like the the question that I was presenting was a little bit different. It, yes. So I so yeah. I I was just kind of curious what uh, I was just curious what everyone thought about that, and I appreciate you participating because uh, without talking, we don't have a show. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> yeah, we do have to talk. We should do the next one in silence. We can try it. Hey, goes. when when should we do one where at the beginning you and I take a gummy and then they're the straight couch? I don't do drugs, and we're, so I don't know what you're uh, talking Well, none about. of us I are might. technically straight today I'm, because we've all had some whiskey. Oh, so. that's, that's true. true. Uh, that's whiskey. true. That anyway, if you do decide horrendous. that you would like to do drugs, you let me know or okay. I'll just... Put it in your drink. <laughs> wow. So you'll spike your drink. Perfect. <laughs> so first of all, thank you for the offer. And secondly, that's a little problematic. <laughs> yeah, but I've seen it in some movies from 1984, so it's fine. Um, also, would you like to be fact-checked by one of our listeners? Yes. Mr. Swifty. Okay. What happened? Going back to the daddy episode, I don't think Taylor Swift would ever do a Super Bowl halftime show. The reason being is she has famously gone on record like eight years ago now that she does not believe that music should be freely accessible. That's why her music was not on Spotify for a long time. Then they cut a deal to pay her more per play than others. So she did it. But more importantly, the halftime show is an unpaid gig. And so there's likely nothing in it for her. She is 100% going to do the halftime show within the next 10 years. Guaranteed. I was just saying that 
our resident Swifty did not How? bring that up. Who was that? Jared. Jared. All right. And Jared, t- you're wrong. No, I. I mean, I'm not saying she hasn't said that. Right. But right. She, but yeah. Opinions change. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. With the times. Oh, yes. He, not mine, though. He did follow up. I, did, okay. I had missed this message. Jared, I apologize. I missed your commentary on this. Well, he sorry, sent, we're out of time. He sent me an article and he said, I can't find anything more recent than 2017. So maybe it's over. But this is the backstory. Ah. See, he did a good job of citing resources. He can't be trusted. Good job, Jared. Jared is doing a great job and can be trusted more than some of us. <laughs> Sam. Well, I'd be okay. Sam. <laughs> I'd be okay if she, ne- if she never did the Super Bowl halftime show. I'd be fine with it because I watched the Super Bowl. So, mm. fair point. Fair point. That was actually I still really rude. haven't watched any. But she of probably will. The Super yeah. Bowl. From this year. Oh, that's cool. It's done now. Who cares? I didn't watch the halftime show. I never Uh, followed up to watch any of it. What was, like, if if we asked Veronica to watch one commercial, what would it be? Like, I've already forgotten them. I can't even remember. I never watched it. Oh, the the Jesus one? one? Well, the one that I... No. What was that one? (laughs) Oh, yeah. I forgot it. I don't know whatever that fucking Jesus it's, website is. Is it the, like the Jesus was a refugee or something? Oh. I don't know. I've been seeing oh, it online and stuff. Jesus also. knows us or what, what the fuck is that thing I called? Know. I don't know. I don't, I don't care. Know. We've already uh, the, the one that I was most excited about, Veronica, wasn't even like a commercial commercial. It was the Indiana Jones trailer. No. And that was like right up front. So I was super excited about that. Oh, um, Smash the Musical. Did you see that? I did see. I didn't watch that show. I watched the first few episodes, but I could not get into it. That's okay. So I'm well, not you gotta try as again. excited about Smash because the Musical, Kara's but I will watch me it go. again. Yeah. So Kara was freaking out because there was a TV show that I watched when it was on for the first time that was called Smash, and um, Spielberg was uh, was affiliated with it, and uh, it had Angelica Houston, uh, Megan Hilty, Catherine McPhee, Jeremy Jordan. Um, some Bernadette other Peters. B- Bernadette Peters, some some bigger names Bernadette. in it, and it was about um, it was about um, them trying to bring this musical to life about Marilyn Monroe, and I thought it was really good. I really enjoyed watching it at the time. I just rewatched it last year with Kara. It was kind of interesting because one of the people in it, um, I forget his name at the moment, but uh, he he's in some like it hot which we were joking around is, a, you know, a Marilyn Monroe thing. And we were just like, when is this smash? And people have been asking for a long time, when would smash actually be a musical? But apparently now it's happening in like 2024 or 2025 or something like that. So mm-hmm. my daughter demanded that we go. So I don't know if you're into that sort of thing. If you guys happen to like musicals, watch smash. I think right now it's mostly you have to purchase it on like prime or something. Uh, but it's a it's a fun show and it's got fun music in it too and uh, it's I was all filmed in New York and um, I was there for one of the scenes that they were filming I was in the background which was kind of funny nice. um, I was actually okay we'll wrap up after this but I was actually <laughs> um, I I like worked my way in to where some extras were <laughs> and they were like counting out because you just had to wear like bland clothing you know nothing like this with words on it or what and that's what i was wearing so and i made it up like to the very front i didn't have anything going on i was there by myself and uh and so i got in like and then they started shooting and then finally one person like saw me and they're like 
I don't recognize you. You got to go. So then I left. But while I was in there, I was I got like some pictures of them like doing the scene and all of that. It was really cool. So somewhere I'm I'm in there, I think. But it uh, that's kind of exciting. So anyway, uh, final thoughts. American Tale? Yeah. When's it Because of be New York? Is that why? You just said somewhere in there. Oh, I see. But they did go to New York. They did. The Mouskowitzes. Because there are no All right. cats in America. Well, <laughs> I think it's time for muffins and drugs. I oh, think it is. And the streets are Drugs in muffins. One of the, one of the hottest sure. mice I've ever seen. Tanya. The Tanya. Truth. Yeah. Am I right? I'm right. I'm offended. <laughs> <laughs> They're not even sexualized. There's it's a fun a Graham oh. Norton interview with Eddie Redmayne and um, girl from Pitch Perfect, Anna Kendrick. Yeah. <laughs> about how some of the animated characters are animated animals mm. are hot. <laughs> it's amazing. Google it. I don't want to be weird about Next it. Next episode, top 10 list of hottest animated <laughs> animal characters. Well, I think we've talked about this before because you talked about Gadget from Rescue Rangers. Yeah, mm-hmm. Gadget. Gadget. <laughs> I mean, what's her you face from uh, Rebecca Rabbit, right? Like she Jessica Rabbit. Well, oh, Jessica geez, Rabbit, but Jessica, she was also yeah. a, I dated. I, I dated a Jessica. I married a Rebecca. There you go. It's true. Mm, true, yeah. Mm-hmm. What about Smurfette? Anyway. Smurfette. Oh, what about man. Papa Smurf? You remember, you remember Smurfette when she had black hair? No. Well, I thought she had a different name when she was... That was like a different one. Yeah. That they, was when Gargamel was trying to make Gargamel made her, her. Yes. but then Papa Smurf turned her into a legitimate Smurf. Wow. And, and so then, the good one is the blonde? Who's, yeah, that's wow. right. Who's the hottest that's, boy that, Smurf? Because I mean, Oh, uh, pro- I'm, I'm guessing most no. people would say Handy Smurf. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just want someone to make your bed. He's basically... Th- <laughs> Can I say it? He's the Jonas of Smurfs. Can I say it? You I mean, say you a handy just, Smurf. You just did. <laughs> when you say handy Smurf, I think. Well, we're done. That's a wrap. <laughs> right. And on that note, we'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.